Nah, I'll grab it. You know what time it is. R.I.P. Biz. R.I.P. Biz. Rest in peace. I want to. 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 I like to introduce myself. Please do. My name is Abyss and well, I'm the human orchestra called Biz Marquis. Making music all the way is my specialty. When I go, uh, oh, what you girls get excited. When they hear my lyrics, they wanna recite. I'm on the girl in the mood. Just go with the flow. This was fucking RIP, Biz Marquis. Yeah. I'm start breakdancing right now. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start beatboxing to this shit, bro. Bro, man. Crazy. Right. Motherfuckers should do that. Get the fat rope, gold chain, honor of this. She won't fuck Brent. That's crazy, man. Continue. Let's go. Let's go. It's crazy because, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of motherfuckers know Biz Marquis from Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> I saw uh, Will Smith posted that scene the other day of uh, him and Biz going back and forth from Men in Black. That's what made me think of it. I was like, damn, man, I wonder how many people know him from Biz, from fucking Men in Black. Like, a whole lot more than that, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Let me not say unfortunately. If, if you got to know him or just be exposed to him, then that's cool. Even if it came from that. I get what you meant by it though. I get what you meant by the unfortunate. Yeah, like, like, unfortunately, you didn't get to see him in like in his prime, and y'all you know I mean the, y'all you know I mean the beginning. Yeah, it was, uh, you feel sorry for people who got who missed out on it. He was one of the sure. first rappers I was uh, introduced to from my parents, from my moms. We got we, we got two more. Yes, we got two more. This is my shit. Let's go. Shouts out the cold chilling. Molly Mall. Everybody want to be your buddy and honey. Next up. I believe that's me. Yo, E, get at the mic for the symphony. I ain't gonna do it. Nah, we gotta let Biz rock, bro. For sure. We gotta let Biz rock for a little bit. Respect, respect. Tell your heartless credit throughout my crew. Well, you all know TG Swan. Who sang on my records? Make the music, nobody beats the biz. Well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big truck jewelry and extensions in her hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, baby, please, you work for UPS. One more, and I know everybody knows it. 
I know everybody know this. Let's turn up one more time for beers. Yes. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short miniskirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're hundred proof. I asked her her name, she said blah blah blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Cause when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no I don't, I only have a friend. Come on, I'm not even going for it. This is what I'm going to say. This was no sucker. You got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. I tried to tell y'all in 89. Oh, that's my friend. That's my brother. He been trying to tell y'all since the 80s. Just having a friend couldn't it be no crime Cause I have friends and that's a fact Like Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine and Jack Forget about that Agnes and Agatha the over there right. right. They came out the womb 50 years old right. so They don't even get them names out no more <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god I'm glad we did that man Yeah R.I.P. Biz Rest in peace Big Mar- Biz Marquis man Born Marcel Hall I think we gonna miss Marcel way more than we gonna miss Biz. I know, right, man? Cause Biz, he was dope, man. I, I remember he was on Yo Gabba Gabba. Biz <laughs> was on everything, Ooh, bro. Yeah, man. Biz was on everything. You couldn't really like. He is directly what birthed Dougie Fresh. <laughs> like I can't do that shit. <laughs> It was crazy, bro. Like, it was only a couple people that could really do that. It was him. It was Dougie Fresh. Who else uh, <laughs> could do it at that level? Right. Because anybody the, the fat could. Boys? The Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. Prince Marky D. Rest in peace, Prince Marky D. Buffy, too. Buffy. What the fuck? She gonna fuck you up. What the fuck? No, she, she trying to fuck herself up. She trying to get up out of there. She gonna fuck you up. I B. told you she was hungry. <laughs> if y'all don't know what we're talking oh, about, my bad, yo. I have a ball python in my basement. And uh, pause. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is currently trying to escape her uh, home because she is hungry. <laughs> So, um, yeah, open that motherfucker up if you want to. She's gonna bite the shit out you. No, she ain't. I'm gonna laugh. I'll pick her up right now. Only one that's worried about her is fucking E. Look, <laughs> you see that face he gave me? <laughs> <laughs> like, fool. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Marcel Hall, better known as Biz Marquis. The legend. Born in 1964. Um, 
April 8th, he was at Aries. Yeah, he Aries was. Aries in the building. Hey, I mean, it, it's gang, so gang. much It's so much on this list of stuff, man. I don't even know where it's to start, bro. Yeah, this is like all his, all his stuff. Yeah, um, man. Do your Googles. Because really, like me telling you, like even me scrolling, it took me a good 10 scrolls just to get. And this is Jesus just from. Jesus Christ hiphopscriptures.com uh, it says the official biography of Bismarck E from Hip Hop Scriptures Hip Hop Scriptures Virtual Hip Hop Museum so I'm not sure how uh, verified this is not verified what's the word I'm looking for credible credible there you go I'm not sure how credible Hip Hop Scriptures is but just from me scrolling and kind of looking it i mean all this shit look real so i, I mean he took on the name biz Marquis and sharpened his dj skills at clubs like the roxy and the fun house damn he was a dj too yeah yeah, yeah he, he displayed mastery of the turntables he the reason why you gotta uh clear samples <laughs> yeah god damn man I said, yeah, even as he displayed mastery of the turntables, he felt uncertain as an MC. He served as a human beatbox for other rappers, providing drum sounds with his mouth. That skill would put him in a good steed later on. Ultimately, his confidence grew to a level that enabled him to seek out a successful rap producer, Marlon Williams, known on the scene as Marley Maul. Cold chilling. That's crazy. Man. So he recorded his first demo tape in '85, Death Fresh Crew, which featured up and coming Roxanne Shante. Shout out Roxanne Shante, she's stupid dope. Right. Even now, paved the way. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Yeah, uh, all respects do. For sure. Man, that was Saudi. I remember listening to you know y'all know I listen to Rock the Bells a lot. I listen to a lot of throwback rap. So, yeah. Um, he he had a show on um on Rock the Bells that came on at like um one o'clock in the afternoon, lasted till like three before Roxanne Shante come on. But um, yeah, I remember listening to Biz Marquis, and he had to stop the show because he had um. He had some complications with his diabetes or whatever. And then that's when um, Prince Marky D took over the show. Rest in peace to Prince Marky D as well. And, but um, I've been hoping for Biz to get better, and, you know, to hear something from him or whatever ever since. But it, it unfortunately never happened, man. We, um, we lost him recently. And it, it's... It's kind of hurtful, man. We losing our icons, man. Yeah, like, man. It's been that a shit, hard year. That shit's hurting, bro. Like, the past five years, bro, we done lost Nip. We lost Pop Smoke. We lost Kobe. We, we lost Biz Marquis. Like, bro, and that list is way bigger than I just mentioned. Yeah. Look, it, since December, uh, I just seen this post on Twitter with Chuck D. He, Chuck held, he D. held up... A, he held up a list of people that we done lost since December of 2020. We yeah. done lost, we done lost um, MF Doom. We lost, um, we lost Shock G. We lost. You um, said that was on IG. Mm -hmm. No, I th no, it was on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm gonna see I if I can pull it up. It was quick. on, um, 
I think it was on the Rock the Bills page. Matter of fact, I'm, yeah. Let's see if he got it on his IG. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. All the people we done lost since December of 2020. Double K, MF Doom, Ecstasy, Prince, Prince Marquis, DMX, Black Rob, Shock G, Gift of Gab, and Biz Marquis. Prince Marquis and Biz Marquis. Shit. Since December, Since bro. December of 2020, man. We done lost like nine motherfuckers. That's yeah, crazy. Getting, you know I mean, shit getting crazy. We losing our icons out here, man. Like, it kind of makes you question whether you're getting old or not. But That's dope. But Biz wasn't all that old. 57, bro. No, not A lot of these people we lost weren't old. 57. Yeah. X was 50. 50. Yeah. Black Rob was like, like 51. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. We losing people early, <clears throat> way before the I'm day. I'm not sure if MF Doom was fifty. I'm not sure. Nah, he was like in his forties. I think What's, MF Doom was in his. I think probably like, late forties, mid to late forties. I I think it was like forty four between forty four and forty eight. He was born in seventy one. Oh, so he was almost forty. No, he was no, almost, almost 50. 50. Yeah, I'm sorry. 50. He was 49. He was 49. Oh. He didn't even make 50. That's that's crazy. Like, fit, you know, when you was younger, you was thinking, damn, 50, man. You were old, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Now it's all now it's starting to be our like, life expectancy and shit. God damn, 50 sounds so young now. Like, it is. That's... Now, once you hit your 30s, once you hit your 30s, 50 you don't sound too about crazy. You, yeah, you start thinking. Yeah. Cause you thought 30 was old at what point you was a teenager but yeah when you yeah. was 14 15 30 was an old nigga right. oh, you was an old nigga <laughs> but yeah we gonna um had to pay respects had yeah respect. definitely we had gonna, to pay the respect to definitely a, had to pay the respects. to a pioneer and an icon man like so um to show our respects we gonna um we gonna do a quick a quick uh few seconds of silence and then we're going to get into business as usual. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis, man. Normal convos pod. Hellboy on the Detroit. Father is back. That beat will never, never be hard. Medium shirt. It will never not be hard. Okay. You said I never, said never, never. Never, never, never land. That was a unanimous decision with us. It was. That was a unanimous decision. We, uh, now that we back. Uh yeah man we we sat around for a while trying to come up with this shit yeah trying to figure this That's shit out fact. shout out Hellboy Trill shout he is out. very Definitely. patient with us oh and still check out his um check out his gun page Strap Life DJ yes sir sure, check that out check out his website immortalmusic.com yeah man um shout out Immortal Music shout out Hellboy Trill shout out Strap Life DJ. For sure. So uh yeah, we gon' we gonna uh eventually we gonna hop right into it. But uh I just like hearing this shit in the background, man. Cause it's dope. 
And I'm back. I'm back from vacation, man. I'm in a good fucking mood. Round of applause? Oh, yeah, for sure. Round of applause. I'm in a good fucking mood, bro. Hell yeah. I'm always... I'm, I'm back, man. <laughs> hey. 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 Let's get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, thought this nigga was gonna say something. You talking about, about yeah, 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 nigga? Say something. Shit. Oh, oh, you thought that, huh? God damn, God, man! I troll you for a second. <laughs> this motherfucker, man. I, I almost did though. I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. Oh my god! What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Was good with it. Am I right? Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Yeah, yeah. How was y'all weeks, man? We back here again? Shit. <laughs> I swear we, just, we were just us. here. We was just we here. Got, we got AKAs. We do got, we do got AKAs. <laughs> introduce ourselves. Oh, my God, that dog. Oh. Introduce yourself, sir. I will introduce myself. Hello, good people. But he, he too good a mood today. I am. Hmm. Bye-bye, father. No, I'm playing. Um... I'm your herb. Oh, shit. I fucked up the whole intro. Welcome to episode 16, 16. of the Normal Convos podcast. 16, bitch. Get our license Sorry. now. Damn, we ain't even do our kissing Yura. We on the sweet 16 now, though. This yeah. nigga said they kissing Yura. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 16 of the Normal Convos podcast. I am your host, Brandon, a.k.a. the Father, a.k.a. Soccer Father, a.k.a. Perfect Family Man, a.k.a. Pod Shiesty, a.k.a. Pod Wave, a.k.a. The Underpotter, a.k.a. Erwin Pod Shyster, a.k.a. What else did I forget? Totally in your butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget that nah. one. Don't forget that one. <laughs> a.k.a. He yes. <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Tongue in your butt. <laughs> Oh, that is definitely not an AKA. I'm not taking that one. Oh, Fuck shit. that. Y'all funny. Um, <laughs> That's Mr. Rim Job. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think I told y'all I hate y'all yet, but I hate y'all. <laughs> we know, we know. Um, and I got I got my brothers here with me today. Oh, um, we brothers again, yeah. man. Oh, well, we back to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all can be niggas again. We, I mean, we change every week. Yeah, y'all do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to call y'all. My my co-hosts. Well, are we co-hosts? Like, I've been trying to figure that out because I always say I'm the host, but like, we, we this, are, is, this ain't my podcast. We, we are co-hosts. Like, this is our podcast. This, this is yours. We just show up <laughs> every week. We just, we just here we for just you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> just be on the couch. <laughs> I two, got my guys Two here. extra dudes on the couch. Just I got be showing uh, up to your house outside the door, just knocking on the right. door and shit. <laughs> Can we come Normal in? Convos pod. <laughs> we heard you had a podcast. Can we do it with you? Can we come in and give some thoughts too? <laughs> he's just like, please. Can we just do it every week. So let me introduce these two dudes I just got picked up off the street. <laughs> yeah. This is my podcast. Oh though. my god. Oh. Well, who, you, who you? Who you got? We gonna. Uh, I'm gonna I'm introduce these. Uh, these strangers on my couch. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> these strays. 
<laughs> I got. I picked up, up some street. strays on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I got my guy Bobby here, aka yes, Cove, perfect family man. Okay. AKA Cobra. Cold Graphic Shirt King. Hold on, no, no, no. We nope, nope, nope. I, I done changed it up, See? man. We, we, I ain't Graphic Shirt King no more, man. I'm what? Graphic Shirt God in this motherfucker. Okay. Oh, graphic oh, Shirt God. Oh. Graphic Shirt God in this motherfucker. Man. Okay. Well, then you could be Graphic Shirt King. He, he can be the king. He can be the king. Uh, no, no. I might, I might have him. I might have him beat now. Should I keep nah, picking you, up shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you got on a dope one today, though. You can be the graphic shirt night. <laughs> not night, though. You will not. I dress this shirt, Bishop. I will not be the night. Look <laughs> how these niggas do me. You the night, though. <laughs> the night of graphic shirts. Oh, shit. The king has knighted you. <laughs> um, what, what, what else are my AKAs? Um, um, AKA, I'll beat your motherfucking ass on the street fighter. Put some money up, bitch. bitch. Uh, AKA King Petty. Facts. AKA Aries the guy. AKA um, uh, Bobby Drake. The motherfucking ice man. Yes, sir. AKA um, Podman. AKA um, Podman. Um, Rowdy Potty Piper. There we go. I forgot. Hey. I almost forgot my own AKA. And then, uh, you know, I got uh, Mr. Misogynistic. Himself. Mr. 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 Moods. <laughs> that's right. That's right, ladies. I got my nigga ever here. That's right. And he ready to take your panties off. And that's right. Spit, and daddy is spitting your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take them off. Daddy is slide him to the side. I'll slide him to the side. <laughs> or just wear Quasha's panties. Either way. Or the edible panties. You make this convenient. Edible panties suck ass. I'm sure. <laughs> Could you eat ass? <laughs> Like you walked into that. I can't quite get my tongue because of the, <laughs> the fabric and the material. The candy in the way. Move your panties, bitch. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. E, this is specifically for you. Oh yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. Oh. Um. Yeah, this your boy Everett, man. I, I, I'm just happy to be here again. <laughs> He act no, like he, he ain't. He <laughs> says, "Aka, aka, it's Monday again. Aka, yeah. we gotta do this shit again." We just did so this, this nigga act like Monday. we really be dragging him in here. <laughs> Could he come later a week though? Mm. <laughs> we be oh, dragging him away from his act right type shit. <laughs> you made my Bible. <laughs> Your Bible. You made my Bible study. right. Is that what they call it now? The little black book. <laughs> yeah, the Bible. They call study. it the Bible. The Bible. The Holy Word. <laughs> Got that boy ever here. Church, son. AKA, look at these nipples. Look, look at, at these, these nipples. nipples. What? AKA, I'm the perfect age to get the mother and I the daughter. The perfect age to do the mommy and the daughter. <laughs> AKA, she with it, I'm with it. Yes. She's with it, I'm with it. Let's keep it in the fam. <laughs> AKA, keep it in the fam. Let's keep it in the fam. What was his uh, wrestling AKA? Bam, bam, dig a hole. Bam, bam, dig a hole. AKA, bam, uh-huh. bam, dig a hole. And we are the normal convo. AKA pod. Mellow Moves, aka, AKA um Mellow Medium Moves. Shirt Daddy, medium aka shirt. Medium Luther, Daddy, aka Daddy. the um graphic shirt knight. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my bad, my I bad. Will not be the GSK. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new game. <laughs> the graphic shirt knight. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not participating in that. <laughs> you already, you already won the co-founders. I'm not participating in <laughs> 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 oh, sorts of sorts of niggery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! Oh man, that was fun. That's funny. Oh, we shit, definitely need to do a whole sorry. pod with just AKAs. AKAs. <laughs> we just go we for just, two hours on AKAs. <laughs> just making up new AKAs. Oh, shit. I'm going to go home and I'm going to write down a bunch of AKAs for us. <laughs> What's up with that verse you were supposed to write? Um, I didn't. <laughs> See, I'm not I was going to spit it for you, too. Uh, I'll spit it. Uh, what? No, I'm not. I need I'm a ghostwriter. I need a ghostwriter. You need a ghostwriter? I'll write you a verse. I'll spit it. I just, I'll, I'll write you eight bars. I can't do. I don't know what it is because I can write poetry, but I can't do bars. Man, you know rappers ain't nothing but poets. All you gotta do is write poetry over a beat. But I, the, the, the I delivery, 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 delivery is really what it is. Delivery, Yo, delivery, cadence, yeah. the, the style. You gotta believe in what you're saying. Like you can't just um. Nigga, I um, believe everything I rap when I, be, <laughs> when I be rapping that shit. I believe all that. I believe it's me. <laughs> well, alrighty then. What, nigga? I sell coke on the block. I believe you that hear shit. Me? You heard <laughs> what more can I say? <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. We having fun, though. Already. Yeah, Already. Man. This is how we open. Yeah. <laughs> We gonna have fun this podcast. That is how we open. We ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing. We really ain't got shit. shit. Oh no! We start with weeks, of course, as always. Week sixteen. How y'all feeling? Week sixteen. Feeling good. Feeling good. Ain't that what? Four months. Four months. Four months. Sixteen yeah. of them things. Yeah, four months. Okay, we four yeah, months okay, in. Yeah, round of applause for that. For yeah, us for sure. Um, and he ain't kicked us out to being strays yet. For <laughs> sure. We just got out of our first trimester. Right. <laughs> Whoa. The pregnancy pot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got another twenty-four weeks. See? Man. Woo. Why do they always say girls be pregnant for nine months when it's really ten? Yeah, because you got to count for it. It's 40 it. weeks. Yeah. 40 weeks is 10 months. <laughs> How was y'all weeks, man? Anyway. Right. <laughs> Look at this random How shit. Y'all weeks? Hey, I'm just saying. This is the shit that runs through my head. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. I, just, I, just, I just thought you about it. before me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> how was y'all week? How, how was your week? Oh man, it, it was all right. It was all right, you know. Until you had to come back here again. Yeah, man. Shit. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Nah, it was all right. It was all right. Went, went kind of fast. All this goddamn rain is just yeah. It's drying me out, Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously, it's like every it's day. It's a pussy dryer upper. Motherfucker, do it's you speak? It's a PDU. It's a PDU. <laughs> pussy dryer upper. <laughs> no, man. Just hell, no. I'm not as wet. Oh, man, pause. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Nah, oh, I had to let that one sit for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you had to. That's special. Just a lot of rain. Um, trying to get you got any new clients? Together. You got mm-hmm. any new clients this past week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout yourself yeah. out since yeah. you didn't yeah. last yeah. week during our black business segment. Yo, shouts out to Scalp Solutions Inc. Fellas, you having some problems with that hairline? We are pushing shit forward. Receiving? <laughs> Let me help you out. Non-invasive procedure, same day results. Get your confidence back. Get your swag back. Get all of that back. What what, what you want to take them to? E. Let let you go from um. Let me go. Let me take you from uh. 
Um, um, can, can I hold your hand to... Hey, I'll call you back <laughs> when I get time. <laughs> From, uh, girl, where my hug at? To, uh, yeah, you you can be a Tuesday night girl. <laughs> we take you from uh, damn girl. Do uh, do uh, fries come with that shake? To uh, um, bitch, toot that ass up. Right, <laughs> right. And I'm not gonna vax that thing up. <laughs> I'm not gonna vax that thing up. We'll wrap it up. Uh, whoa, 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 now, 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 hey, Scalp Solutions Inc. supports safe uh, sex, uh, that was the views of Brandon, right, right, <laughs> Brandon is married and vasectomied, so, oh. well, okay. well, you well, can only speak if, for you, if y'all didn't want to know that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just told y'all the status, that out. Of, he just told y'all the status of his penis, <laughs> we don't censor another shit. one, Bobby, how was your week? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Oh, shit. You walked into that shit, bro. Oh, uh, how was my week? Oh, my week. That was sick to me. This is what I did with my dick. I decided not to have another one. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, I didn't see these motions ever was doing those. Oh, like he was that. fake driving or some shit. Um, how was your week, Bobby? <sighs> I had a nice hearty laugh. I know that. That's a fact. <laughs> but um, my week was my week was cool. Um, I'm starting back on my um, my lifestyle change journey. Um, I'm not calling it a diet. So I started going back to the gym as of yesterday. And um, I worked out for uh, I worked out for a good hour. I mean, I mean, it wasn't much, but you know, first day back. Um. I learned that I need to stretch my abs out before doing the ab crunch machine and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I cramped up, but it's all good, though. I still got my good workout in. I ain't stretch sure. all that shit. I know, right? That was the first thing I found out when I uh, when I went to the gym a few years ago. <clears throat> I was going consistently, too. First thing I noticed is, nigga, you don't stretch enough. Nah. <laughs> like, you will cramp up. Boy, you be sore in a month. Like, yeah. nah, bro. You get hurt. You get yeah. hurt. Yeah, man. And, um, I'm my um the diet portion of that. I don't even even like that word no more. But uh, I'm counting calories, and that that forces me to reduce what I eat and to watch what I eat. So yeah. <clears throat> it worked. It worked for me a few times before. My excuse me. My problem is sticking with it. Yeah. That that's my only problem. Sticking with it after I see the results. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to look like Everett when I grow up. Cause that was my problem. <laughs> nah, but seriously, you almost can't even look back, so to say. You just kind of, kind of keep going forward. Just yeah. and eventually, it just becomes second nature. Yeah, yeah you just eat better and you work out more, and it just becomes something that you do. It doesn't become a a, a task. Yeah, it just becomes part of your daily thing. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get my mind there, cause I already I'm already thinking of my first cheat meal. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't think it's a bad one, but it, it put on a lot of calories. Nah. I think because the, what I what I wanted to cook was um stuffed salmon, um spinach stuffed salmon with um with roasted carrots and um asparagus. That ain't too bad. That's that not, ain't too bad. It's the, it's the salmon. Is the, the the what 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 you stuff it with? Is, 
I mean, but spinach is good. spinach is good for you. But right? you gotta put cream cheese in it too. Oh, okay. it the cream cheese is what's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. everything else was cool until you said. <laughs> but cream that's cheese. that's why that's why it's a cheat meal. Yeah, yeah. Don't I get it. Stuff it with so much. <laughs> pause. Don't stuff it with so much cream cheese. <laughs> this episode is definitely called pause. <laughs> we just said that shit fifteen times already. No. <laughs> but no, yeah, um. Yeah, I'm hungry, man. <laughs> I want to go cook that right now. Nah, man. Hey, you gonna do the cheat meal? Like, okay, make it, it, it as be- a goal. Be like, okay, when I lose this much, then I'll have it. I, I, I ain't gonna do it till like my first week, done and over with. I mean, it may be one cheat meal per week. Uh, it used to be like I'll take a cheat day, but nah, yeah, one cheat meal. Oh, I had bad. salad last night. I had a big ass salad last night. Cheat days will fuck you up. Yeah. That's what fucked me up. That's what got me off of my. Uh, that's what got me off of my regimen. Cheat days. Was cheat days. Yeah. And, and it was crazy because it was really, like, I was going to the gym, five. I was going out. Of, I was going to the gym five days a week, and all the two days that I didn't go were the days that I was off. So I was off Tuesday, Thursday. I wouldn't go Tuesday, Thursday. I was going Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, because those were all the days I worked. And the way my work was set up, I had a little bit of time, time in the middle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was getting off at like 8 in the morning. Didn't have to be back till 1130. So I'll run over to the gym, spend two hours there, shower there. Come right back. Put, right back. Yeah. Come right back to work. Make sure I, you know what I'm saying, got my little grapes or oranges or apples or, you know what I'm saying? I had something to snack on and then I come home and I, like the way I was doing mine is... I wasn't necessarily necessarily doing calorie counting. I was doing portion control. Yeah. So okay. I was still eating the normal shit that I usually ate. I was just eating a lot less, less of, of it. it, a whole lot less. Yeah. Um. And I started losing weight. And then once I started feeling better, I was like, all right, now I can start doing like my cheat days where I eat the portions that I used to eat, or I, you know, grab a bag of chips while I'm on the road instead of an apple or an orange or some shit like that. And then. I had my off days and my off days are my gaming days. So I would yeah. sit I would sit at this fucking TV and be gaming and it was hot pockets and bullshit. frozen <laughs> pizzas and chips and candy and pop and then it and then the fucking I got sick um what two years ago? I ended up having an asthma attack. Mm. And they sent me to the hospital. I was in the hospital for a week. Damn. So when I got out, I was out of work. I was off work for like another two weeks after that. So I was sitting at home all fucking day. Couldn't go to the gym. Couldn't do nothing. And that took me out of my gym routine. And then when I went back to work, I still wasn't 100%. So I was like, all right. Now that threw me off of my gym routine, my normal routine. And then quarantine happened. And then I was at home gaming all fucking day, <laughs> and, and it was o- it was over after that. Like once quarantine hit, I knew I was off the rails, yeah. and I, j- I just ain't picked it back up yet. But I mean, quarantine fucked a lot of people up. Yeah, right? it threw my whole routine off. Like yeah. th- me getting sick and going to the hospital was the first thing that threw me off. But that was just that just threw off my uh, my gym schedule. Like yeah. I was still eating smaller portions, even when I was in the hospital, I wasn't eating as much, all that type shit. But once I got out, it was like, well, nigga, you ain't been to the gym in a week. You still ain't back to 100%. Wait till you get back to where you need to be before you start going to run on treadmills and fucking doing all of this body exertion. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm telling myself that shit. Yeah. 
and it got to the point to where I like I'm still paying for that fucking gym membership, and I ain't been in a year. <laughs> Damn, man, I ain't been to the gym in a year. Oh well, shit, now a year and it's fucking July. It's been a year and a half since I've been to the gym. I've been paying fucking twenty four dollars a month for the past year and a half. Man. I ain't been. Yeah, stupid, stupid shit. Like, it just took me. I mean, but yeah, quarantine fucked me up. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, for imagine. a lot of people, shit, the gym was closed for like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wasn't essential. Before, and then so you, and then you can't right. even fucking, you can't even cancel your damn membership online. Yeah, they you gotta go up there. You gotta go up there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they they want to convince you to fucking yeah. not stop your shit mm-hmm. yeah they make it very inconvenient for you to cancel <laughs> a gym membership you can start it online but yeah. <laughs> yeah. they make it very inconvenient for you to cancel a gym membership they say no commitment but you know what i mean so yeah. you're trying to cancel that motherfucker like, you got a commitment you're right but yeah that that's been my week I, i've been trying to um do some more reading as well i, I wrote that that um that one tiktok you sent with the goals Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm doing that. So I wrote okay. down a bunch of goals, and I'm trying to execute those. So that's okay. what made me start the lifestyle change. And one of the other ones is um, he said the the TikTok said take one. Yeah, whichever one stands out most to you. Yeah, and but I'm trying to do more than that because um, I, I got I got some things I need to do. So I'm trying to start reading more. Remember I told y'all like I ain't got the 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 patience and the attention span for reading. Yeah, but I'm trying to read more books now. So I'm I'm. Finishing up um, the forty eight loss. Yeah, I, that's what I do. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Yeah. So I'm. I, I restarted the forty eight laws of power again. Okay. I got a couple books you can read. <laughs> uh, I'll take them. I take know. Them. Uh, I like self help books. I don't like all those novels. I know Brandon them. from work got one of my books. It's called uh, As a Man Thinketh. I, I have that on Audible. Do you? I have a bunch of them on Audible. I have, have you read um, From Niggas to Gods? That, that's another Akeem. one on there. I got that. Uh, Behold the Pale Horse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, a, a bunch of those books. But yeah, I, I wanted to get from Niggas to Gods. Yeah, I got that. I ain't even do it yet for real. I think I'm about. I'm probably about thirty pages through. Oh well, yeah, we'll fin- finish that's, that first. Yeah. You finish it I'm first. Working, yeah, I'm working on it. But I ain't mean to take up that whole segment. How was oh, your nah, week? Oh no, you good. Uh, <laughs> my week was fucking awesome, bro. Um. As I said last week, we was gearing up for vacation, um, and then we we went on vacation. Round of applause for so, back, back, yeah, back, back. first back. And I ain't ready to go back to work at all. <laughs> That's how I be. <laughs> I'm not ready at all to go back to work, man. It's uh, it, I don't know. It was like I was ready to come home. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I was ready to come home, but I re- I'm not ready to go back to work. Hold up, man. <laughs> you see how this motherfucker eating his banana? <laughs> he really on that shit for real. Like, I ain't gonna put the banana in my mouth. I'm gonna just pick pieces up. Fucking right. Hey, if me, if a man watching you eat a banana makes him want to have sex with you, he was gay before, bro. That's not gonna turn a man gay. You eating a banana the right way. Right, man. The right way? What's the right way? Put it in your damn mouth. Pause. Oh yeah, pause. <laughs> pause if pause. you want to, nigga. Put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth, Akinelli. <laughs> wow, I ain't heard that name in years. <laughs> God damn, man, you ain't gonna make you ain't gonna do these old jokes again. Like you ain't right behind me. Like shit. Oh shit. But my bad, I interrupted. But yeah, you. Uh, we ended up. Um, Put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up going to. Uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque. Uh, Dubuque, what? 
<laughs> it was like nah, my bad. It was really like a. Um, it's like a it, it, really the best way I could really explain it. It was just like a small town, like it's just like a small. I'm gonna send you a video American town, like. It, oh, hey, America! I saw you. It was a documentary I watched on that city years ago. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like we stayed at a um, a little water resort, a water park resort. Um, Dope. It was, bro. It was like the water park was decent sized. Lucky it had um, a couple slides, lazy lazy river, two hot tubs, um, and it was included with your stay. So um, when we first started looking it up, it was we was gonna get a hotel and then go to the water park, but the hotel would have been a hundred, and then the water park for all five of us would have been one fifty. But we start doing some more research and shit. Going to the water park was two, what, like two fifteen, two twenty a night. Mm-hmm. So it was cheaper for us to stay there. Yeah. Instead of getting a hotel. So, um, yeah, we stayed there for a couple days. Uh, did a few things there. They had a nice little uh, botanical park or botanical gardens. They had a, a whole Japanese um, Japanese flower area and it had a koi pond there mm. um i saw that y'all, yeah y'all the koi pond that koi pond was dope bro <laughs> yeah, yeah that, fucking, that looked dope nigga them fish is big as fuck uh, I, I bet um but yeah we did that tuesday third tuesday wednesday um left out thursday and uh drove to chicago and the contrast between dubuque iowa <laughs> Oh yeah, in Chicago, I, Illinois. I debuke you in the name of Jesus. Bro, when I tell you, like, and it was so crazy. It was such a small town. Like every in Dubuque, like everybody was nice. Like nobody was like super rude. It was like everybody talked to you. Good morning, how you doing? Like Middle America shit. Thank you for bringing money to our town. Yeah, like, right. and that's really how it seemed. Like they was we very excited to get somebody that didn't right. live there coming to do shit like yeah. it was crazy thank you for bringing tax dollars to our town yeah, yeah. and that's it. really what it's saying and then while we was out there it fucking rained like all like iowa is corn country mm. everybody's a farmer in iowa so it rained one night and it started storming and it was game it was game four of the finals so what was that wednesday yeah. Tuesday, whatever day that was, Wednesday. <clears throat> so, me and Tyler was trying to watch the game. I turned on Channel 9. The, the the news is on. The weather is on. I'm like, man, why the... F-? I'm like, man, the only time the news come on in Cincinnati is if, like... Especially to cut out, like, a sports event. Mm-hmm. It's like, we about to get hail. Or, you know, over here, we get, like, crazy windstorms. Yeah, tornado watches. Yeah, tornado watches. Yeah. These motherfuckers was, like... None of the game played. Damn. Channel 9 didn't play the game, not one second of it, because they, out there, when you get hail and tornadoes, you fucking up our crops. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now, this is what we live on. We live off of corn. Oh, okay. So, so if hail start falling out here, or if a tornado come through here, fucking shit up. or a bad windstorm come through here, your whole economy fucked the up. The whole economy fucked up. So that's all they did was play the weather. 
for the entire game four of the finals. God <laughs> like damn, that man. that shit was on for a good five, six hours. <laughs> they were tracking that storm. Like that and that was my first that was my first time dealing with something like that. Cause we didn't sit and watch the weather. Cause yeah, of course not. I'm <laughs> fucking live here. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of this bitch. But at the same time, we <laughs> had to pay attention. But right. we had to still pay attention because it was like Y'all we're still here. Leave. If yeah. a tornado touches down, we need to know where the fuck it's at. Right. So we paid enough attention, but not like sitting watching because we're not invested in Dubuque, no, Iowa. Why would you? <laughs> so, so that was that was a little crazy. And then the next day, that's all. Everywhere we went. People was talking that about was that storm. Talk. Yeah. Oh my god. Everybody was talking That's about it. It was fucking there. crazy, bro. <laughs> That's big news there. Yeah. It was weird as hell. And How then they're, they're like super excited. The storm is major news. <laughs> right. Because the only thing you know about Iowa is Des Moines. Yeah. That's so right. cornfields. Apparently, uh, somewhere, somewhere in Dubuque, they get, um, <laughs> they're getting the the Yankees and somebody else are coming to play are coming to play in one of their baseball stadiums. And that was the whole talk of the town, oh, that's too. That's going to be huge. Yeah, because they were supposed to come last year, but then COVID. That was um, the highlight of their life, right? Yeah. <laughs> they said it's the first time a major league team has came through there to play a game. So they're really excited about I that. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But, yeah, then we went to Chicago. Games. Chicago was dope. I went to uh, Portillo's uh, and got me uh I got like well, I got a cheese coney. But even they hot dogs in did Chicago you, is different. Did like, you go to Harold's? No, bro. I ain't go to Harold's. I ain't go to Canal Street. I ain't get a slice. I went and saw the bean. I did get to see the bean. That was dope. Oh we yeah, got, you sent that in the group chat. Yeah, yeah. We saw the bean. Um, downtown was fucking nuts, bro. Like, that's the first time I've been to like a. A major, major city. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it take an hour to get in a town. Because mm. we were staying like 45 minutes out. Every time we went into town, hour plus. Coming out, hour plus. <laughs> like we ain't get on the train. We ain't do no none of that. You ain't go to the hood. You ain't see Darky. Oh no, we went to the hood. Yeah, I see G Herbo. We went to the hood. You see Kanye West. Tyler was trying to go to the hood. Hood. <laughs> yeah, all right. He was yeah, really trying okay. to go see all that shit. Sixty um, third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where you wanted to go. You like? Can we go to sixty third? No. no. <laughs> Fuck no. You wanna live, motherfucker. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We did go to the hood though. Uh, I don't know if y'all know that show, uh, Shameless. Yeah, yeah. So the house that they stay in in Shameless is in Chicago. Oh, so we went and saw that house, um, and then one of their neighbors is on the same street, a couple houses down. Uh, my wife was real excited about that, um, but that was in the hood. Mm. Like, cause when I'm think when I'm thinking of it, cause I've watched like maybe three or four episodes with my wife, but I don't ever pay no attention to it. So when she said, "Oh, I want to go see the Shameless House," I'm like, "All right, cool." So we go, and we start turning down streets, and I'm looking. <laughs> and she, yeah, and she was like, "Oh, I know that corner store. They got into a fight with um some of the uh, Mexicans over selling tacos or something on the episode." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Damn. And I'm still looking around. I'm like, "Baby, we in the right, like, <laughs> bro? We go down the street that that the house is on, bro. It's a dead end, bro." I started coming down. I was like, it got to be that house right there. It was like three or four cars parked in front of it. 
I was like, that gotta be the house right there. But I'm looking, I'm like, nigga, we are on a dead end street in the hood in Chicago. We go down, we turn around. It's a nigga on the steps. The last house on the street. It's a nigga on the steps in a bulletproof vest. Damn. Not a fashion bulletproof of like real. FBI bulletproof vest, bro. I was like, nigga, we in the hood, hood. Yeah, y'all was in Chirac, bro. I was, I'm, I didn't realize how far removed I was from being a hood, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, cause you in the burbs now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, you I didn't realize how far boy. removed I, cause I'm like, I'm in a minivan. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> we come around, and I'm like, soccer father. And I'm looking, I'm like, damn, what does some shit pop off? <laughs> like, I know my instinct's going to kick in. My kids ain't got these fucking instincts. Nah. <laughs> like, me and my wife would be cool. We know what the hood is like. Pop, pop, the kid, the kid's you know what like, what's that? My kids don't know how to survive in the hood. Well, hey, you, can like, all, you have to adopt some more. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> It's hey, messed, messed up what happened to my old kids. <laughs> <laughs> we was in Chicago, some niggas popped yeah, up. Yeah, they ain't make it back, y'all. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that shit was dope. We we ended up spending an extra night in Chicago because we were supposed to come home Friday, but we ain't end up coming home till Saturday. Mm. But uh, yeah, that was dope, man. We stayed at uh, we stayed at a hotel with an indoor pool. Only the indoor pool and the, the outdoor pool. The only yeah. thing that really pissed me off, right? Okay, Ross. So great, Jay. <laughs> but he put it in a song. So. Um, Seven Rolls Royce. You know that that stereotype of black people just being loud and obnoxious. Yes. There is a stereotype about it. Yes. Uh, so. Stereotype. <laughs> stereotype. Yeah. Oh, okay. You think all black people are loud and obnoxious? I didn't say that. <laughs> Then it's a stereotype. <laughs> okay. If it doesn't pertain to every black person, I feel like it's or, or, for any race, any person, any group of people. If it doesn't pertain to every single one I'll of them, I feel like it's a stereotype. Okay. So we was in the pool at the hotel, and we chilling. It was us, and then it was a little Russian family in the corner, um, and we was the only ones at the pool. It was our three ki- or two of our kids, and then like two or three of theirs, and um. This black lady walks in, like eight or nine little black kids with her. When I tell you, bro, <clears throat> these were the yelling us ass, and not like, <laughs> not like having fun loud. I mean, like screaming at the top of their lungs, like <laughs> just to do it. She told them to stop once, and I'm looking, and I'm like. See, that's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> we get in this nice-ass hotel and this nice-ass indoor pool, and you bring all these kids in here, and you not checking none of them about being too loud in this place. I understand. Let your kids have fun. I'm with that. Like, loud fun is different from just being loud. Yeah, because when it, when it disrupts everybody yeah. else's fun or whatever. Bro, when I tell you, those, including her, it was about nine people, and she was by herself. So her and her, uh, I don't even want to, you know, project that. But her and the eight children that she was <laughs> I with. I what you about to project. Her and the eight children that she true. was with. Probably true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's probably true. More than likely. I ain't shit. Her and the eight children that she was with ran everybody out of it. 
they ran everybody out of the pool. Mm. The Russians left. We brought, we maybe stayed maybe five more minutes. My fucking son. So you was here for fireworks. Was you here when Elijah had the noise canceling headphones on Mm-mm. during the fireworks? He don't do loud noises. It fucks with his equilibrium. He can't do it. They were loud enough to where he started crying. Mm. To where he couldn't he couldn't stand being in there anymore. He had to leave because his ears are sensitive like that. And all it took everything in me not to say something to her. And I don't know, like it, it kind of brought up something in me because I don't know if I wanted to say something to her as a parent or as a black, black person. person. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know how I wanted to approach it, I mean, and then I didn't know how it was gonna come off with me having a white wife. Oh, you know how that was going to go. Well, yeah. Right? I knew how that was going to come, but... You, you thought you was about to confront a black woman about her kids? Right? With a white wife? <laughs> you you were asking for some shit to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, you paid your money just like they did right. to have a, a, a peaceful experience. I get I can it. deal with your kids having fun and being loud. Right. That's what they do. But there is a difference. Just it, like when, when like, Bobby brings his kids. When, when they it, be outside being loud. When it impedes on somebody else's experience, that's the problem. Like, yeah, and like, she wasn't even noticing it. Like, like so this, she like the Russian parents. The Russian parents got up and walked outside, and they was all huddled by the door talking. About I'm, her. About her. <laughs> <laughs> These ain't even my kids, and I know they talking about you. <laughs> you know they talking about you, and you not checking your kids. She don't care. She go through this every day. We can't project. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to project that on her because I don't know that woman. I don't know her situation. But it's probably true. But it didn't. I mean, put two and two together. She ain't checking her kids and it ain't bothering her. Come on, man. This this is the shit that goes on her. No shit, Bobby. I don't understand how it didn't bother her. That's how loud they were. Because she's used to it. It happens every day. No, but a pool of. Uh, 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 indoor pool echoes way yeah, different than just yeah. being in a house. Even if you or do outside. got eight kids, like you can, there's a certain decibel that you can deal with before you check kids. They yeah. were way above that decibel. I don't care how much, how long you've had these kids. I don't care how much you love them, how much you don't care about them being loud. At some point, as a parent, kids get too loud. Yeah, and you check them. She checked them when they came in. I don't even know when they left. Because y'all was y'all out long there. Gone. When y'all was left, gone. they were still there. Yeah. yeah. When we left, they were still there. They was the only ones left, though. Because the Russians left before us. We got up. We left. They was the only. They had to pull to themselves at that point. Which could have been, you know. They entire goal in the first yeah, place. Yeah, that could have been their goal. She could have told them, hey, go on there, act a fool. This is our shit. Yeah. We pay for this. This is our pool. I mean, y'all can I, do whatever y'all I want in there. I doubt it went like that. But well, yeah. It, probably unintentionally. Yeah. But, yeah. It, it just, that's the only thing the whole trip that was like, damn, bro. And I was, I was real torn. Like, I want to say something to her, but I don't know if I'm saying to her something. <laughs> parent versus black. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say something to her because I'm black or because I'm a parent. Because on one end... It would determine what you would say. Yeah. Well, it would have been about the noise. But on one end, you're perpetuating stereotypes that I don't submit to. That you probably act like you don't submit to in public. 
But on the other hand, my children are not comfortable here anymore. You could have just came in. My wife is not comfortable here anymore. Sense, right? I am not comfortable here anymore. I would have led with that. I wouldn't have led with this. You're perpetuating a stereotype. I wouldn't have led with that. But either, it would have became. Way. It would have ended up. Be, it would have ended up being said. The mood I was in. It would have ended up being said. And I didn't want to do that in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was out of town. There's something I want to say, but I'm not gonna say. Not Why say not, it. man? Now we, now we want to hear it. Nah, nah. Right. We don't want to perpetuate. You know what I just realized? What's we up? We don't do no sound check. Well, yeah, we never do. We just not raw, anymore. We just raw dogged it. Just <laughs> raw dogged it. Just raw dogged it. Yeah, <laughs> then, the, the sound's fine. Just, it's good. Right. But other than that, my my vacation was awesome. I don't have any. I mean, that was really the only thing that really pissed me off. Other than that, we was Gucci. It was a great time. Everybody had fun. Everybody enjoyed. Everybody got to do something they wanted to do. Um, I can't wait to go back. But I think next time I want to go back with just my wife. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. <laughs> That's right. what's up. Yeah. I want to go to Chicago with just my wife. Like okay. oh, we can stay in the city. So not Iowa with your wife? <laughs> not Dubuque. No. Dubuque would be nice. It's, nah, I think it's second. That's another. <laughs> I think uh, really, I would like to start doing our vacations like this, where we stagger them like that. Go somewhere that's not super touristy, and then go somewhere that is. But I want to do the super touristy stuff first. Like if we would went to Chicago first, yeah, I feel you. And then went to Dubuque and been able to chill for those last two days. I think I would have been a little bit more comfortable with going back, back to, work. to work. Like going from quiet. It was still touristy, but it wasn't over touristy. It didn't take long to get anywhere. Like everywhere we went was within twenty minutes of the hotel resort we were at. They had so they had the hotel resort there. Then they had a marina. They had a aquarium slash museum, all on the premises of where the resort was, and two casinos. So mm. we had plenty to do without even having to leave where we was at. Yeah, we just ventured off is. because we looked for shit. Um, but that was it was nice to have that to be touristy but not major city touristy so to have that if we would have put that on the back end I would have been a lot more comfortable like alright I'm cool on going back to work like it don't bother me but doing that first and then going to Chicago <laughs> nigga Chicago it took 30 minutes to get everywhere damn and we was, outside, we was outside of Chicago too so well, outside of downtown. So, it wasn't too, too bad. That was good. As long as everybody had a good time, that's all that matters for real. Yeah. Damn, y'all. We didn't spent the hour on intros and weeks. You a lie. Nah, we an hour in. Let's <laughs> see. Damn. <laughs> we an hour in already. We ain't even got to no You're topics guy, yet. Yes, we are. <laughs> we ain't even got to no topics yet. Damn. How the fuck we do that? Uh, Bobby, you want to intro the first topic? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm talking shit. <laughs> hey, um, do the top one. Um, shit. Yo, so we have a um. Oh, by the way, uh, this whole episode, our listeners submitted questions. Yeah, so we have mm-hmm. a listener submitted question. The um, whole episode. However long we go, I mean, we might do all of them, but maybe not, seeing that we already are in. Yeah. 
And you know what? You should give a round of applause to the listeners for submitting those questions, man. We've been asking for a while, and they and they've been coming through, man. So shout out to shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to the fans. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, I think it was. I really think it was me just fucking putting the question on Facebook because us telling them on here they didn't never ask no questions. <laughs> Except for LaShonda. LaShonda was the only one to ask questions on that one Instagram Oh, post. yeah. Shout yeah. out to her on the, uh, on the SoundCloud page. Yeah. Well, what was she yeah. doing on the SoundCloud page? She that been was on her. her. She went on her chilling. Mm-mm. That's where she submitted her question. Right. Yeah. Was it? No, yeah, that was yeah. on IG. You sure? The one that I read? Uh, Unless she did another one on uh, SoundCloud. Because the one that we did on air was uh, from IG. You're right. It was from IG. Cause it had her um her um IG tag on there. I remember, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, okay. So I know people still listen on SoundCloud though, cause I get a fucking notification every couple days about somebody liking one of the episodes. So that's what's up. I got one right now. What is that from? You have a new like on episode fifteen, chilling. <laughs> Whoever liked that, thank you. We love you. It was probably me. <laughs> 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 Uh, so uh, Luke, let's get to our first question, our first listener submitted question. Um, hmm, how do how do we all feel about polygamy, and could it work if the woman had multiple husbands? Hmm. Well, should we should we ding ding this one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have to ding ding it, but I do think we got to ding ding it. Uh, <laughs> Pause. Fucking. <laughs> well. Um, I think first we should look up what the definition right, of polygamy say, let's, is. Let's get some clarification the, on the, that. The caveat to that also is um, uh, polyamory, which is pretty synonymous, but it is close or different. Yeah. Um, so polygamy is defined as the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time. So, first of all first question is <laughs> um, how do we feel about polygamy that's the first question um, how do you how would you feel about having multiple wives having multiple wives 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 my girlfriends wives I, I, I got trouble enough satisfying one girlfriend what the fuck I need with multiple wives <laughs> like, what right. the fuck? What, one of y'all get on my nerves <laughs> like six of y'all get the fuck out of here I, I, mean, I can see the benefit but, of it I mean I'm okay with the idea of it and I've toyed around with actually doing it wait the, nah that's news <laughs> nah we gonna have to dive yeah, into that one no we don't yes we do <laughs> just saying it's but the way my personality is, it, it's not going to work. Um, especially if we got to live together, which is the ideal situation and the setup for it to, to work and for it to be conducive to it really prospering. Um, I'm okay with it. On, on a deeper level, really, I think that's what the world is already doing in an indirect kind of way. Yeah, with the side yeah. people. Side, yeah, side you ever heard of the... The Pareto Principle? Nope. nope. The Pareto Principle says that the top 20% of men are fucking 80% of the women in the world. In the world. That's crazy. And then you got the right. bottom 80% of men are fighting for that 20% of women. Mm. That makes sense. <laughs> 
That makes sense. God damn. Because there's a lot of niggas in this city fighting over the same girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ever been on a dating app? I know four or five niggas fighting over the same girl right now. Just look look at the dating apps. <laughs> if you, you'll understand it. And I get that shit made fucking sense to me yeah, when I read it. it. Like, okay. Um, but, you know, in the. You got to look at the. If this were to realistically happen, most men are going to be at a disadvantage because you're not going to be able to have this actually happen unless you your paper is is popping man you got you know infinite dick to give <laughs> um a nice you know shelter houses like you've got only the top percentage of men are even going to be able to pull this off yeah top five percent right yeah maybe Damn. really if you want to go top two because top five percent is still like top five percent of earners is 150 grand yeah, and in I mean, this country anyway, top five percent. That that's another crazy stat though. Top five percent is one hundred fifty grand a year. God damn, yeah. that's it. Yeah, in the world, yeah. I mean, of course, it's subjective where you are. One hundred fifty k in New York or in California is nothing, but if you right. in fucking Dubuque, yeah. you a, you a millionaire. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> you 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 are the talk of the town probably. <laughs> He got a Mustang. Hey man, don't do Dubuque like that. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, because no, I saw Phantom in Dubuque. Oh, oh, that that was probably the talk of uh, the, the town. Mayor. He was the <laughs> man, the mayor of Dubuque. He got a Rolls Royce. How much corn does he sell? <laughs> he had no political background. They voted How him mayor. How much corn does he sell? <laughs> He's a fucking Nino Brown of the corn. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> nah, but uh, I mean, because women are, are only going to be willing to share a dude who's popping like that. This, that's the only wave. Yeah, you can't be a regular nigga. And, and have that going on. No, it don't work that like, way. Yeah, I work at Burger King. I got two wives. <laughs> nigga, how? <laughs> well, I know how, but I don't want to say it. But Yeah. Uh, Power that pickle. You ain't got to say it. Yeah, I mean, pause. But, or or these are just really bottom of the barrel women. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he said they fucking with mud puppies. I just, but you know what? Bottom of the barrel don't have to be with looks. Some no, no, it could be looks, could be personality, yeah. situation. A life. lot of women. It's a lot of pretty women that got fucked up personalities, and they gonna never have a man. Oh yeah, true. yeah, super fact. Ever. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that that's the only way yeah, that's gonna work. Personality. That's the only way that that's gonna work. When I see dudes with like nine wives and uh, a, a, I don't want to put anybody's business out there, but allegedly Akon has like five wives. Yeah, that's Akon. Yeah, but that's easy to research. That ain't yeah. put nobody business. Out. Uh, I thought you were know, gonna say a nigga you knew, right? <laughs> I mean, cause I don't know how true it is. Just some I'm not gonna bother oh, okay, to fucking. You. You I'm not gonna do it research Akon's life, but <laughs> I mean, shouts out to him. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not going that far. But you know, I can see it that way. That's I feel like that's the almost a natural setup. I believe that's how it used to be. Years and years ago, the idea of one man, one woman—that's a relatively new idea. Yeah, that's that was pushed on. That us. basically, that's a new idea, and <laughs> I don't want to get into what probably pushed that, but that's a relatively new what idea. Man? One yeah. man and one woman together, romance, open the door, coat of the puddle, whatever. We won't go into it, but I think that's the only way it can work. Now, what was the other one? 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's go around with polygamy first. Um, um yeah, I, the bobster. Me personally, personally, um, me personally, it wouldn't work for me. Polygamy okay. wouldn't work for me because I know myself. Even now, um, even with the people close to me, um, I, y'all know that I, I said the first episode. I don't like people. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really mean I don't like people, but what I should have said, which is actually true, which I actually accept as one of my flaws, is I'm the type of person I can only take people in small doses, and then after that, like I have to go be by myself somewhere. So if I'm surrounded by like six wives, some shit, like it's not gonna work for me. Like I, I got a, I got a whole man cave, just you know what I mean, so I can get away and just be with myself. I mean, there's nothing personal. Yeah. Nothing personal but with you anybody. Need your time. Yeah, it's just I, I'm I've always been like that. I can only take people in small doses. Even even if I like you, I can love you to death. But you're it's a like, social introvert. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I can't be around people all day. Like I, I can't I can't do it. Like, yeah. it. So polygamy wouldn't work for me. And then on top of that, like. I'm not a top five earner. I'm not a top five percent earner. Like I said, I got enough. I got enough of a, enough of a job providing for the household. You know what I mean? I have now. I mean, shit. You know what I mean, I'm not trying to add on to that. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck, I look like that wouldn't be a smart move for me. What, what I'm you about a, to say? Here? I'm gonna ask you this, Bobby. You, okay. you say that, but what if it was like, okay, let's just say you have four wives. You really don't have to worry about anything else, but providing all your meals are taken care of like you doing your lifestyle thing what if all your meals are prepared you know your toothbrush is pre-pasted um that's amazing you call it what you want your your whole life is set up in exchange for you receiving all this you know your feet rubbed uh your bath water you live the prince Akeem life in exchange for that you because you get that you providing these women you take care of all their needs you take care of the children because there's going to be children is this it does it become more appealing when you look at it's not so much of a hassle but you get the companionship you get you know all you know you like to play video games all your games are organized and it's set up as soon as you come home whatever game you want it's already set up controlled powered up and charged and ready to go the TV already on your beer or whatever. It's I feel does like that make it more appealing if you if certain things in your lifestyle or life are already set up. Yeah, yes and no because okay in this what if scenario it does it does sound like that does sound kind of appealing even though that kind of sounds like slavery with extra steps. But <laughs> but I think uh, it takes away from being a husband, like the way you ex- explaining it, like. I think that would take away some of the luster of being a husband. Like, if everything is taken care of for me and all I got to do is provide, like, and shit just set up and ready for me every day, like, what, 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 what am I here for? Like, I mean, you could take him to Red Lobster if you want. Well, he said you, in exchange for that, you providing all they need. Yeah, you, it's basically everything is like a relationship with. I mean, they could take turns doing it. Like, you know what I mean? They could kind of divvy up the responsibilities. You got to figure the more wives, the more of the things that they can take care of for you. Okay. But the caveat is, okay, you need to be providing more. and You need to s- stay a top-tier man. Okay. Let's say let's say in this scenario, I am a top-tier man. I'm a millionaire for, you know okay. I mean? for, for, for argument's sake. Um, 
what do I do about about the um thing with me where I can only take take people at a small dosage or whatever? I'm still surrounded by people. You know what I mean that 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 might that might mess with me. And then um the having hella wives around and then kids and all that. What do I do about that? Because like, I, I imagine that in exchange for um for all the services that are rendered to me they're going to want some of my time and then now i have to now i have to split my time up between kids and like six wives right what do i do about that and you and still have time for yourself so you exactly saying, this is only going to work for individuals who are high earners and extroverts not people who are high earners and more so introverts like you have to be more social socially compatible well i was only speaking for me in, in the what if scenario i was i was just putting me in that situation um i i know that everybody's not like me so um that that could work for other people it, if okay let me let me generalize um if i'm generalizing um yeah yeah, yeah it could you don't necessarily have to be an extrovert because you could be an introvert, but just not as much as I am. Um, and it could still work for you. But I do agree that it can only work is it if you're um excuse me, excuse me if you're like in a top earner position. Cause like come on man, what, what's gonna happen? What's going? You done said this many times. What's gonna happen when you when you ain't able to provide for them? Oh, them bitches is gone. Pussy dryer upper. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's but just as I say, bitches, I mean, those queens are gone. <laughs> they, 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 they gonna pack their bags the oh, same bitches day. Bitches wine. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you gotta figure, you go replace all of them if but you, if you start getting your sandwiches and you gotta paste your own toothbrush. Wait, so do you, you don't think, start replacing them? Um, do you think you would want if you put yourself in that position? Would you want women that are stay-at-home moms? Or would you want some of them to work? Ideally, if I'm the top-earning individual who can even afford to have this situation set up, the ideal situation is that they work for me. They help me produce these resources because they, you know, when they invest in it, they're more likely to be more productive if they're invested, if they know their efforts. That's in every aspect of life. Um. Ideally, they would work for me. But at home. <clears throat> at home? But basically take care of all the needs. If I need you to be a secretary, if I need you to be HR, whatever I'm doing to procure the resources that they would assist in. Because, like we had this conversation a while ago, as soon as you take your time and efforts to benefit someone else outside the home, it's like you're taking you away from the household. Right. Mm. So, ideally... You'd work for me, or you'd do whatever to support the home. That's ideally, though. Yeah. A lot of people don't have it set up that way. Or, or in Bobby's case, he may not even want to see you while he out working right. or do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see the appeal in it. I definitely do. It's They say that teamwork would make the dream work. Yeah. You know, another thing I'll take into consideration on that. What's up? It's like you got six wives. That's six women in the same house. You know all the catty shit that'll go on in that house. You know they're gonna get jealous. Of course, somebody see, gonna think, get jealous. Somebody gonna fight, and you are gonna have to deal with that on top of that. See, so my perspective, um, as y'all know, I'm AKA Perfect Family, fucking man. communication king. <laughs> um, 
with that particular instance having six women for one to get six women to marry one man there already has to be some type of agreement on how shit's gonna work out that's a fact how arguments are gonna go how disagreements are gonna go all that shit is worked out before you're even invited into this family right because if it's me and my wife and we already have something set up and we already have something solid if so i'll put this into my into my personal life me and my wife have been together eight years or we've been married eight years been together 13 if we were to bring somebody into our relationship you have to follow our rules now yeah y'all have all the leverage we'll take your insight we'll have talks about it figure out okay what your personality is how you fit into our relationship all that good shit but at the end of the day we came first so you coming into this, you have to communicate the way we hear, not the way you communicate. Yeah, you okay. like we you said the last our time. terms. But it's yeah. it's a fact that times must and always do change, and with that, people's mindsets change with them. That's true. what happens if the if she changes her mind or whatever and decides I don't want to go by those rules anymore. Is it? Oh, do you, you get fresh divorced. out the door, or do you um do y'all try to work it out? It talk depends, to her. Or what? It depends on the level of love because. How much do I really like because you? Because basically, <laughs> especially with polygamy, you're talking about somebody just having multiple wives or multiple husbands. So this isn't my wife falling in love with her or her falling in love with my wife. They both love me. So the more women that come in, I'm in love with Brandon. They're going to work to try to make me happy and I'd have to work to make them happy. Or add to their happiness, because you know I don't believe that I can make you happy. You can make me happy. Right. But I knew where you were going. Um, my job is to add to your happiness. Your job is to add to my happiness. So if I whatever they got going on has nothing to do with me. If y'all beefing, y'all need to figure out as co-spouses how to deal with that shit. Because y'all are both my my wife. When y'all come to me, y'all gotta have y'all shit together. When y'all talk to each other, y'all got to figure out how to communicate with each other and keep y'all relationship as co-spouses good. Because at the end of the day, I'm taking care of, in, in your scenario, E, I'm taking care of everything. So if, if I'm they, taking care of all the financials, y'all ain't got to worry about shit. All y'all got to worry about is kids, house, and if y'all want to get a part-time job, y'all got to y'all go get a part-time job. But I take care of everything. You don't have to work. It isn't a have to. It's a want to. So whatever bickering y'all got going on, y'all can't bring that shit to me. So they really can't bring that to you? What if What if, what if it's about you? What if it's about, y'all you know I mean, the... Um, you spending more time with such and such and Mm-mm. I'm now, not getting now, enough from see, you. Or now what? that becomes my problem because somebody could, it, it wouldn't be a, at least the way that I operate. It wouldn't be, I'm not spending enough time with any of them. I'm the type of person to where I'm going to try to divide it up. Divide it up. And it's like, yeah. all right. This your day? This your night? Yeah. Like or a even ch- a chart. Even if it's spontaneous. Hey, you know, Lisa want me to come to her house. You know what I'm saying? Want me to come to her room tonight. Justine's the alpha. Right. I'm going to run it like a pack. She's the alpha. She was first. She's alpha. If she not with it, I'm not with it. 
Lisa want me to come to her room tonight, babe. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be spending the night with you, but Lisa wants some dick. <laughs> Do you mind if I go give Lisa some dick even though it's your night? Even though it's her night, yeah, that that's not gonna work. You gotta that's gonna cause a problem with with her. But it depends. What, it depends. That's what I'm saying. Once you get into this type of relationship, there has to be you have to know that person. You have to know that person and have open communication to where you can ask those questions and it not be a oh well the other night you said that you wanted to go to Lisa room. No, we need to have open communication. Some nights I'm not going it might be nice to where me and you beefing. Even though it's your night, if I'm beefing with you and I got a woman in the other room that I'm not beefing with, I'm not spending the night with you. We beefing. What the fuck I want to talk to you for? Lisa and they're hot and ready. Yeah. Like Little Caesars. <laughs> I'm going Caesar's to give me a $5 right. pizza. <clears throat> you can be mad all you want to. If you don't want to talk about this, alright, cool. We don't want to talk about this. But I got a wife in the other room that's ready for me. And she love me right now. And she want to talk to me. So I'm going to go holler at her. When I think, to piggyback up what you said, at the core of it, <clears throat> if you're going to do this, you got to run it like a business. Yeah. It, it, the second you drive marriages out, are a business. Yeah, if y'all don't know, I'll go ahead. It's a contract. I'll go ahead and give y'all this now. It's a business. It's a business. This is not like you. I don't. I don't want to generalize and say you fall out of love. You fall out of enamored, enamored. However, the fuck you want to. Yeah, I get it. You fall out of that. You fall out of that infatuation stage. Yeah. Where goddamn, I've been waiting to get you. I wanted you. I got you now. Years down the line, that shit fades. Right. Yeah, and then it becomes daily. Okay, responsibilities. Res- it, it, it becomes how do I make sure that I'm doing right by her? It becomes how a am consistent I choice making sure that I do right by him? <clears throat> yeah, that's why I call it. I like to call it a love contract. It is. It is. It's a contract because it's, it's not easy. I mean, this you is do a daily fucking thing. Run it, if you run it purely off emotions, strictly, it ain't it, gonna it's work. Never gonna it's work. not gonna work. Oh, definitely. If you're not, not the prepared to be. I made a, um, this. It ain't gonna work. I shared something a little while ago, a couple years ago, on Facebook, and I got hella comments off of it. Um, but it's a controversial thing, where it was basically um, you have to choose to be in love every day yeah yeah i'm just saying that you, you it's a constant choice yeah it's a constant choice you have to choose to be in love every day you have to choose every day to wake up and be like all right i know i love her i'm in love with her but now i have to choose to be in love with her because men always make that well stupid men always when they get to feeling themselves and you know they beefing with their girlfriend or whatever and they be like man you know how many bitches I turn down every day because of you that's the dumbest thing you can ever say whether it be true or not that's the dumbest shit you can say because she don't give a fuck about how many women you turn down that's not going to make her happy what's going to make her happy is that you turn those women down without having to tell her once you bring something to my attention especially something like that now you fucking with me now you're just saying shit to get a rise out of me if I come home and tell you every day, man, I curved three or four bitches today because because of you. Yeah, you, you, you don't you, do you, that. You put a tone behind that. Yeah, you do that. You don't do that. You should be able to curve bitches because you chose to love me every day. Right. You should be able to curve men because you chose to love me every day. It shouldn't be a 
let me make sure I tell him how many niggas are curved. Nah. If you got a bad woman, PSA for all the men out there. If you got a bad woman, she curving niggas every day for your dumb ass. Every day she curving niggas for you. Is she coming home telling you that shit every day? Though? She better not. And if she came home and told you that shit every day, you would have a fucking attitude. She better not tell you that. <laughs> I know my wife curves niggas every day. You know how? Y'all know where my wife works. She works at a baby place. You know how many single dads come in there? Mm. You know it ain't nothing but women that work in there, right? Right. And they all got different tastes. And for every taste that you got, it's a woman for it's a woman there at that place that'll satisfy your taste. I know my my wife curves niggas. I be in the fucking stores when we be walk. I walk slow. Y'all know I walk slow. I don't know if y'all ever walk with me before. I walk slow as fuck. I stroll everywhere I go. You know how many men I see checking out my wife when we be in the store? Mm. Pause it if you need to. That shit is a turn on. No, I get it. To know motherfuckers want your girl? Who the fuck don't who the fuck want a girl that don't nobody want but you? Exactly. Facts. If I took her out in public and didn't nobody look at her, bro, I'd be like, damn, is she ugly? <laughs> like <laughs> I chose a substandard product. You hear me? <laughs> like, nobody and quote unquote real niggas don't want to accept that shit or don't want to say it out loud. Don't nobody want a woman that nobody wants. Nobody right. wants a man, man that nobody wants. Yeah, that's a fact. But that doesn't mean that I want to hear about it every day. Thank you. Just do it and, and go about your way. Yeah. You don't have to. But anyway, we tangent it. But back on polygamy, I personally think that I'm a very social person. I'm a very extroverted person. Like, I might not like going to do shit, but I like being social. So I guess I'm more of a social person than an extrovert. I just like people. Yeah. So me having multiple wives, it wouldn't bother me. Regardless of what tier I'm at. If I was to bring that to my wife and she was like, oh, you know, it don't bother me. If you, My wife is very, she, no, she's not sharing me. <laughs> I know that. <clears throat> I know that my wife isn't sharing me. But for whatever reason, if she did, I feel confident that I could add to her happiness the same way that I've been doing for the past 13 years and add to another woman's happiness with no problem. Well, that's the only way it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't adding to it, it neither situation is going to work. Exactly. Right. A motherfucker already has to be happy for you to be able to tell them, hey, I want to bring another chick into this relationship. Should we answer the other part of that question? Would it work? Would it work with multiple husbands? That's no. the other half of it. No, no. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> that was quick. Next topic. <laughs> I think it. I think it could. I think it could. I do think that it takes a very secure. That's and that. Mm-mm. I think I the. Like I think so. Look, I'm about to. I'm about to give you. Well, call me insecure. I, I honestly think <laughs> what I think what <laughs> what men lack, women are in abundance of. Mm. Women I have agree. a. I know what you're getting at. Women have a lot of insecurities about themselves. Men have a lot of insecurities about other men touching their woman. 
our worst fear as men is somebody putting dick in our woman. Yeah, we talked last week. Why? Women's worst case scenario is us having an emotional <laughs> affair, yeah, or giving or giving our love away, or resources, yeah. or resources, uh-huh. giving our love away, or giving giving away what they have already. We just don't want we just don't want nobody to fuck our queens. That's it. <laughs> no. You can love that nigga all you want to. As long as he not fucking you, men be, men will forgive you for having an emotional affair way that's quicker. That's way quicker. That's a mistake. It is it a mistake. Really is. Because emotion is way stronger than lust. Mm-hmm. Emotion can make you leave. That shit forges mm-hmm. bonds. Yeah. Right. Emotion will make you leave a relationship. Yeah. Lust will make you step out of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions, I agree with you. That can get you killed. So for men, for for it to be a woman, I think it would have to be the same scenario. It would have to be a top tier woman that takes care of everything. Sugar mama. But see, we didn't put that we didn't put that tag on a man. It don't have to be a sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. You're right. He did. He did. We, we didn't put we, that tag okay, on a so man. For sake of the topic, we won't for sake do of the topic, okay, we won't do right. that. it just has to be a top tier <clears throat> woman. A top tier woman with multiple husbands could work, but where I was going, it has to be a very secure man that's not threatened by other men, and you have to be very, very precise. Men are fragile. Uh, yeah, I, I was about to say the, man, the nobody male ego is too fragile to handle the, that. Exactly. So you're gonna have work. for men, you. I don't think either one of the polygamy situations. I don't think either one of them work if two people in that relationship are top tier. That's mm. a fact. As a man, <laughs> you can't go have six top tier women, or if if one of those six is top tier woman, she don't want you. Right. Yeah. Because you're already top tier. What can you offer me that I can't offer myself? That's how women think. Mm-hmm. What can you offer me that I can't offer myself? For a woman to be top tier, for her to get a man that's top tier, his thought is, I got options. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to marry you and you already got four husbands and I'm top tier? I can get any bitch I want. That's a fact. So for men, you have to find men that aren't on your level as a woman. At least for me, you have to find a man that's not on your level, and then you gotta find a man. Then you gotta find men that are fine with not being on your level, and also fine with sharing you with other men. You gotta find a bunch of beta males. <laughs> yeah, they're all. Beneath. I hate that term too. I love it. I hate that fucking. Term. I love it. I only hate. Be, I only hate that term. Neutered. I only hate that term because people. At least, you know, scrolling social media and all these social platforms and shit. People use it for men that are secure with themselves. Like, they think alpha males are big, strong cavemen. I can bench 500 and I make $100,000 a year so I can do whatever I want. Like, they put that alpha male thing in a very stereotypical case. They do it with both terms, really. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, they do the same thing with beta males. Yeah, it's it's really not like that because there's yeah. some dudes who are quote unquote alpha who who are going to cry over their girl. Some of the some of the most physically attractive men are some of the most beta males I've ever met in my life. Yeah, 
it's it, it's not a physical thing. I think it's more so of a mindset. Yeah. That that's really all it comes down to. I know a lot of and I know a lot of beta females. You say you hate that term, Brandon. What 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 term would you um replace it with? I don't think it has to be an alpha and a beta. People people do too much of one or the other. Well, yeah, because in America others. we always do black or white, male or female, rich or poor. Like there's never a middle ground. So I just kind of correlate all of those in the same picture. Like you, you ever m- looked up sigma male or the omega male? You ever looked those up? No. You should check them out. But I think um, when you get into the alpha betas, rich, poor, black, white, like it's always one or the other. It's never a middle ground. One extreme or the other. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of middle ground motherfuckers in the world. I got you. There's a lot of middle ground. Like, I don't have to be an alpha. I don't have to be a beta. Most people aren't. Most people are in the middle. Like, when you go beta, like, beta isn't the bottom of the totem pole. Like, beta is, like, legit. Like, beta's literally number two on the totem pole. It, it's like it's two but it's like way down there too like, yeah but that's because of the perception of it it's way down there. that's because of the perception of it but if you go let's just go off of greek uh like greek mythology, mythology. okay it's alpha beta mm-hmm. and then you get the rest of the alphabet like before you get all the way down to the bottom <laughs> the alphabet people yeah like it, it's alpha and it's beta <laughs> Like it's still Before number two, Zeta. but so many people, especially with men, because you don't really hear the alpha beta stuff with women. With men, everybody wants to be an alpha, but don't understand what an alpha represents. Alpha men that recognize other alpha men don't recognize themselves as an alpha. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. If I'm a top tier man and I see another top tier man, I see what you mean. I'll either you I mean. think like, I'm not a top tier man, or he thinks he's not a top tier man. It's like when somebody does something heroic for somebody else and be like, "Well, I'm not a hero." Yeah. <clears throat> How would you look at somebody and be like, "Yeah, I saved all their lives. I'm <laughs> definitely a hero." How would you look at? <laughs> Would you respect him? Or exactly. Would you, would you, like, how would you feel about him? It's not a bad thing. You know, he did a good job. But if he was like, yeah, I say. If he was like people. boasting about he's it. He's arrogant. If he was boasting about it, it was like, well, did you do this for attention? Or then what? that becomes arrogance. But if yeah. somebody I, else. I caught- kind of respect it. Because <laughs> most people aren't going to do that. Most people are not. But the people the people that aren't going to do that don't see themselves. That's That was a great analogy, Bobby. Thank you. Most people don't see themselves as an alpha. People that call themselves alphas usually aren't alphas. That's kind of corny to me. But you only see that. You never gonna see a dude. I'm a proud beta. <laughs> but it's the uh, again. It's back to the perception. When you say the word beta, it has such a negative connotation to it. Yeah. But you really, because, know because of that, if you're look, not first, you're last mentality. Look at the guys that we look up to, people that are our idols. None of them will be classified as beta in many people's eyes. Yeah, we don't look at them as betas, but they probably would never call themselves alphas. They probably don't give a fuck about the term. 
that's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I just do it, but if you want to place that classification on yeah, it, yeah, I'll then, take it. All right. It <laughs> and it brings me full circle right back to my point. There's always one or the other. Why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't I just exist? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We we, we, we off the topic. Look. No. We did go on a tangent. We're always going on a tangent. Look, I'm going to say this. The Okay, for a woman to have a bunch of husbands, I don't think none of them dudes are going to be the type of men that women are really going to want to be with. Yeah. Like. They get in the bottom of the barrel, they right? They get in the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Like, for them to be cool with. Like, for you to be cool with having a co-husband, <laughs> that says something about you. I don't think that's natural. Right. Look, everything, I know we're not animals, but in the animal kingdom, you not go find co-lions who co-husband and they, no. okay, bro, no. you, you got her tonight, bro? Okay, I'll uh, take I'll her take tomorrow. Right, nah, none of that. None that, of that. that. I mean, Man, it, it's, it, of that course. that shit now or you getting bit. <clears throat> like, you, okay, you run her bath water, right? I'm gonna put the gas in her car, and then hey, you, you, uh, you make them little strawberry shortcakes she like, and then <laughs> you over there, you go change the tire, and then him over there in the corner, he get the rubber feet. <laughs> so we a team. But only you get the fucker tonight. Yeah, it's your night, bro. Show out. The <laughs> show out. You give her that dick. <laughs> That's not happening. You 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 gonna make it hard for the rest of us this week. <laughs> that's right. not now we all gotta get exactly because that, that's exactly what our minds gonna go. Because men to. are always in competition with each other. Exactly. I want her to think about you tomorrow night when I'm women, fucking her. Women compete with each other with looks. <laughs> men compete with each other through actions. Yeah. Resources, money. Mm. Yeah. We definitely yeah, always want to be a top earner. Yeah. That's the only way, and really, it's better that way. Yeah. You explain. Im- imagine you can't be like I'm cuter than her. As a man, yeah. Oh, it <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> like who who we, would do that? <laughs> you see how it don't make sense? It, it, also, not at all. It's because we we not valued on that. I mean, nah, hell no. Nah. I mean, like, it, it, we, bro, I'm finer than her. What if I gonna look at you like? What the fuck is you on? You yeah. in the mirror all day, mirror, mirror on the wall, looking motherfucker. Yeah. It's or for woman be like you gonna you gonna be looked at as um what's the what's the term androgynous? Okay, yeah, that's, Me- that's, metrosexual type. Yeah, you know I mean that, that's how you are gonna I'm, be looked. I'm prettier at. I'm, than her. I'm, I'm the prettiest one in the room. Like who are you, Rick James? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, or or a woman saying I make more or I get more money than you, nigga. It it's okay. Yeah, I, it. It, that, it that don't was, make sense, that, but you know it, it's females that do that right now, yeah. like especially like in in in, they, in the raps and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean they do that shit all the time. I get more hoes than you. It's it's not the same. Like we're not valued on the 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 the, the disparity comes is because if you go looks wise, yeah, those are gonna fade, but you can get money till you die. Pretty much, yeah. Cause you can find you can also find new ways to make money. You you think Hugh Hefner to... had them women because he was a nice guy or because he was handsome? <laughs> Shout out to the goat Hugh Hefner, rest in peace. Another Aries, by the way. For sure, for real. Yeah. Hey, shouts out. Yeah. Shouts out to him. Shout out to Playboy. Yeah, man. Um, you know we're not getting paid off that ad. But yeah. Still. Yeah. Playboy, throw us a bag. 
You know what I'm I, I'll definitely, I'll definitely um, shout out Playboy. Right yeah, right. yeah, I'll sell I'll, out for that. I'll read the books. Yeah, we can sell out for Playboy. Yeah, <laughs> we can definitely like, sell it, out. It's just in terms of how we're valued, like <laughs> men are valued, men are valued for their resources and you exactly. know, uh, you know, intangible things like you know, charisma and humor and all that shit. Women, yeah, like I said, swag. I say it word. all the time. I don't care how much money she makes. If I'm not physically attracted, we not about to do nothing. There's, we could be cool, but like you can't get my dick hard off money, right? I'm not because I earn money. You, that's not turning me on. Debatable. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. If I don't want to put any names, but there's people who can be like, "Whoa, would you do this for five hundred? I can't do it. I, I, yeah, okay. Let's move on to the next topic. Um. The, well, I guess the rest of that topic. That was the rest <laughs> yeah. of the topic. Uh, no, we never hit polyamory. <laughs> so, uh, the rest of that question was basically the same thing except with polyamory. So, where polyamory differs from polygamy, polyamory is just uh, defined as the practice of engaging in multiple romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Oh, so being a hoe. <laughs> no, uh, I quit. I mean, if that's how you want to look at it. I mean, um, uh, if you look at the definition of it, I mean... So polyamory... Um, I guess I'll start this one off. Alright. Um, I look at as... More of... Um, a caveat to cheating. <laughs> it's legal... Like, it's legal... Che- it's legal yeah. cheating. Um, so it said with the consent of everybody involved. So this is basically, uh, well, uh, of course we'll personalize it just for sake of argument. Um, if me and my wife were polyamorous, I would be able to have a girlfriend on the side. It wouldn't be a side piece. It'd be, I have a wife and I have a girlfriend and she would, I have a husband and I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Or multiple boyfriends, uh-huh, or multiple girlfriends. Because I thought of Pinky on, on Friday, on next Friday when he had the gun. He said, "Man, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I got a wife on the side." <laughs> my bad, man. My bad. My bad. You good? But um, yeah, it, normal convos it, uh, pod. It really, for me, I guess personally, polyamory just sounds. I think where I used to get it fucked up is a uh, a polyam or a polyamorous relationship and a throuple. Yeah. So a throuple is three motherfuckers in a relationship. Three people. Either I'm bisexual or my wife's bisexual, and we have a third partner. Polyamory is I just got a girlfriend, or she just got a boyfriend, or I got multiple girlfriends. Like I'm dating, and I'm married, or she's dating and she's married. Like. I feel like that could be a caveat to polygamy because if you have a girlfriend on the side, how long is she going to be okay being your girlfriend mm. before she wants to get married? And then it causes that fucking power struggle of, well, am I going to be your wife or is she going to be your wife? One of the other dudes want to marry her. You're right. right. You're and the same thing on the woman's side. But your girlfriend on the side could also be somebody else's wife. Mm. That's true. So. And that's when you start getting, you know, closer to the swinger 
the swinger portion of that. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Because I could, if I'm, if my, me and my wife are polyamorous, and then we know a married couple and they're polyamorous, and then they know a married couple and they're polyamorous, and we all share each other's girlfriends or each other's wives as girlfriends, it's not technically swinging, but it's also not swinging. Yeah, I'll just bring it back, wife swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, but it, that's really what it is. But I think polyamory focuses more on just having a girlfriend like regardless of but like you said she could be married but it's i have a girlfriend and she's but it's with the consent she knows that i'm married she knows that me and my wife are polyamorous so this is what we do she knows that nothing more is coming out of this i'm not leaving my wife i'm never gonna leave my wife i'm still in love with my wife me and my wife have a very healthy situation relationship she's just my girlfriend but when i was younger when i first learned about polyamory i thought it was just sex oh me too i thought it was like uh an open marriage yeah so open marriage i'm gonna look up the definition just to make sure that i ain't talking shit okay but i thought that an open marriage was just sex when i was younger So, open marriage is defined as a marriage or relationship in which both partners agree that each may have sexual relations. Yeah. So, open marriage is just sex. Okay. But polyamory are relationships yeah, outside of your marriage. So, those are, that's the difference between open marriage and polyamory. Okay. Polyamory is relationships. Open marriage is you can just go fuck somebody. <laughs> can polyamory work? Yeah. Uh, for me, no. Because I ain't sharing shit. I ain't sharing a motherfucking thing. No, I'm cool. I'm cool on that shit. Um, yeah, Would a thruple work? <sighs> if your girl came out and told you, like, hey, you know, I'm a little bisexual. <laughs> I'm a little bisexual. <laughs> it's like being a little bit pregnant. What you think about us sharing a girlfriend? <laughs> sharing a girlfriend? Uh, Alright, fuck it. Long as y'all don't, long as y'all don't leave me out of it, I'm cool. Oh no! Nah, I like to watch her once in a while. Yeah, don't 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 leave me out so of it. Don't do shit her. without me, and I won't. And and I, I give you all the same respect. Oh no! Nah, I want to watch her once in a while. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, just don't sneak off and no, do no shit without me. I mean, like, yeah, I watch. I don't have to do it every time, but yeah, but I mean, that's her girlfriend though. If y'all my, share, it's my girl too. Yeah. <laughs> so you, whoa, whoa. you, there is no. He just that's, too jealous. That's there he is too no, jealous. Oh, that so you said that's that's her girlfriend and not your girlfriend, like no, like yeah, that's my girlfriend too. All both of my girlfriends. So we're gonna get back to polyamory, but I just want to dive deep on throuples. Uh, Pause. A throuple would be you got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend got a girlfriend. Okay. That girlfriend is also your girlfriend. Okay. So it's three of y'all several. are in the same relationship. Okay. But y'all both just share a girlfriend. Hmm. You know what? It, it, it's cool because you know what? I'm sorry. At, at a point, this all this shit is confusing because <laughs> you got to think. Okay, in a thruple, just imagine the idea of you and one of the girls having an issue that ain't got nothing to do with the other girl, but she's kind of inadvertently placed in it. That's where she in the middle. The communication yeah. king comes in. Yeah, but it's just weird, like. Like me and it her beefing, or them two beefing, and you just kind of standing there, like yeah. But so what, what do you do when you? Do? Yeah. What, like, so it's in my eyes, it's what do you do when you're beefing with your girl? 
And then one of them want, I, I, want, I, want I, you to take sides and shit. I, I go be with my wife. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> like, if me and her are having a problem, that's between me and her. Don't like, bring her into this. Like, okay. If, you and, if, if her and her are having a conversation, don't bring me into this. Y'all need to figure that out. Y'all are beefing. Would you feel like it's up to you <clears throat> to mediate any problem that they had? No. I feel like polygamy would be a little bit different because they're both my wives. I take care of the house. I feel like... I, I know I said earlier, don't bring yeah, that shit to me. Like, you just said, don't bring I that did. shit to you. <laughs> but that's not how my makeup is set up. Okay. I wouldn't want you to bring it to me. But once it becomes a problem that lasts more than y'all just uh, we a misunderstanding and it starts to actually become beef, I would want to step in because okay. I want my wives to be happy. So what you're saying is don't bring me the petty problems. Yeah, don't, don't bring, bring me, me bullshit. Petty problems. Yeah. Don't bring me bullshit. Okay, if, it, if it's, if it's, if it's a serious bigger, problem... Okay. We're in this relationship, especially in polyamory, or in a throuple. I guess we're, it would be more for a <laughs> throuple a than polyamory. <laughs> it would be more for a throuple for polyamory because polyamory, you don't have to share that girl with your girl. You just have a girlfriend on the side. With a okay. throuple, y'all share the same girl. Yeah. So with that, I want to make both of them happy, and I want both of them to be happy. So I'm going to have to step in at some point. But the problem with that is if y'all got beef or something petty, I don't need to be brought into this. Right. Don't tell her what I said to you. Don't like all that petty bullshit. But that's the same shit that happened in regular relationships. If it's just me and my wife and my wife been talking to her friends about shit and now her and her friend beefing and she go back. Oh, well, my husband said that you was a bad influence. Don't tell her what the fuck we talked about. It ain't none of her fucking business. What we talk about. What we talk about is between us. Unless I tell you, go tell her. No, I'm just playing. Not even that. It's just <laughs> some shit just don't need to be fucking repeated. Yeah, I know. But because yeah. if I went back and repeated the shit that you told me about Shorty, because I know way more about Shorty than she problem. know about me. It's be a Man. You have a big ass attitude with me because y'all be sneak dissing y'all friends all the time. <sighs> Men don't do that shit. Not as often as women. Men right. do it just not as often as women. Women will sneak this all their friends. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Whew. Yeah. I don't get the idea of being friends with people you really don't like or y'all not really friends. Yeah. Y'all talk shit about like that. I put up something that was like, I might diss you and not really mean it. But women be complimenting each other and, and don't, don't ever really mean it. Mean it. Like or there's girl, some, you killing that dress? Yeah, I right, bitch. Yeah, um, <laughs> or be like, you know, hey, a thicker look is nice on you. Yeah. You just called that bitch fat. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and she took fat? it as a compliment. <laughs> like it's a real weird. I'm gonna just say this: that thruple thing. It sounds good, but I think more realistically, I think it might be better if you just be a couple, and that other girl that just be y'all toy. <laughs> like. It, it, I just think it keeps the issues down. It's just, hey, we do our thing, but when we want to have some fun, let's go get our toy. That could be her. Yeah. It's just Shorty's easier. a dildo. I could see that. Where you stand on? So what do you? Where do you stand on? on let's get back on topic. Um, on polyamory. Just having a girlfriend outside of your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> a girl for, like a side chick no it's but, not a side but, but chick what you're saying is someone I actually respect outside of my marriage yeah 
You see how this sounds weird? <laughs> you see how this is a foreign concept forever? It does sound weird. <laughs> like, I just took a, a love contract with her, and I'm supposed to respect you. I don't think it's going to work. I love the idea of it. I love the idea of it, but realistically, <laughs> a girlfriend? No. A, a toy? Sure. <laughs> and I know it's not right to call people toys, but I'm not about to deal with the issues I have at home and then come listen to your problems. No, I don't I don't care what she did at work or So you can't separate a side chick from a girlfriend if you're already married. If I take an oath to one, I'm not taking oath to you too. Like but you don't have to take you don't have to take that oath. <laughs> It could just be casual dating. I'm not having no girlfriend outside of the marriage. <laughs> I will have. I think whatever said. I think whatever saying is like he's not about to have commitments to two separate people. Thank you. <laughs> just what? I'm not about to listen to you. <laughs> you got one job. <laughs> <laughs> What's that job, Everett? But you. So you. Know you that job. <laughs> She's a toy. So, Everett is Ami man. Okay, That's his okay. pet. So. <laughs> You're not sold on polyamory, but you'd be more open to an open marriage. Because open marriage is just fucking on the side. You could just go fuck somebody else. That's with no problems, no issues, no... Your wife know about it. You just go... You just go get some pussy on the side. I'm more open or apt to that. You'd be more willing to go with an open marriage than polyamory. Not open marriage, because... No, open marriage is fucking. Open marriage is... She gets to work on both sides. Let me just get this straight, okay? With that open marriage shit, who y'all be doing it? If you, if you cool enough to be doing it, but guys, ain't no way you doing more fucking than she is. Just, <laughs> that is a fact. Just, that is just a fact. know you're gonna be at a disadvantage. You that ain't doing unless you like a top earner. Then you, then you, then you can. Even the, I don't know because we will fuck a broke bitch. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Women ain't fucking broke niggas. Well, that's fact. That's that's I, cap, I mean, They will, but it, it, it's not the same. There's I mean, a lot of broke niggas getting pussy. Go outside and raise your hand. Yeah. Free dick. Let's see what you get. That's true. A, a woman, case. A woman? <laughs> you go get a case. Who wants to fuck? Man, the whole neighborhood of men is going to be... Your whole hmm. cul-de-sac going to be filled up with motherfuckers. It's going to look, it's gonna yeah, look like your party. Every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. And there's a it, so just know you're in an open marriage. That's what that's what you're doing. You may have your little dabbling, but your wife ain't. It's gonna be so much meat in the, up in her. You can't compare. You just that ain't your wife no more. Yeah, pretty you, much. She gonna come back. She ain't gonna be the same. Shit to make you that turn you off to some shit. Like even if you was thinking about it, motherfucker be like, nigga, you know how much meat being your wife? Like, nigga, I don't even think I like this no more. Stuffing the shit out of her taco. I, hey, right. Man. A whole bunch of beef in that taco. If you ever think you about can't doing, compare. You can't ever compare. think about doing this she, shit. Go talk to her. Said she's gonna come man. back, she ain't gonna be the same no more. Yeah, she gonna be It weak. just slide in right now. <laughs> she go she gonna be she shit. gonna be leaking other dudes and you may got a little stank on your finger at the most. <laughs> You might have looked, got your little finger wet, but she, <laughs> she going to be exhausted from the amount of dick. <laughs> but but y'all supposed to be in an open marriage. It's, oh, it's open See, on her end. It's kind of open on yours. You, yeah, on your end. If you can get it. She about to be involved in hella gangbangs and bukkakis. <laughs> That's you, what ever saying. 
and you can get a little bit if you can. But it's <laughs> go not, get what it's you not can. equal. It's not equal. <laughs> Trust me. But that's if you're gonna do it. But I'm more open to that than this. Than oh, the, don't let her be by. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that, but the same thing, same thing. <laughs> She'll be eating and sniffing more pussy than you could ever, <laughs> ever get your imagine. hands on. What about, what about swinging? Would you be in the swinging? It, it, it's kind of a, the same. Well, at least swinging is controlled. <laughs> it, it, like, swinging, like, you, like, like, you kind of approve of the people, you know what I mean? Like, y'all, like, the couples come at each other. Like after yeah. like, oh, it's more, it's that's more, more control. I it's think more of a swap, like a pre swinging is yeah, more of a swap. Yeah, it's more of a swap. I, 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 I want to fuck your me. wife. You want to fuck my wife? Yeah, like okay. I'm not. I'm not good with either one of them. But I will be I'm more, more open to, to, that. to swinging than an open marriage. Yeah, I'm. Because at least cool I know it's just one. Yeah, yeah. and I. I, I Oh, oh, he's going to do it. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. It, it's a little more even. Like Steve only got four inches. You go ahead. Because <laughs> at least Whoa. you know when with with an open I, marriage, you I, I mean, you send her out into the world. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> you send her out into the world, you'll know what's happening with her. You know what I mean? True. And I'm only signing up for the swinging thing if, if, if your wife looks like something. <laughs> if she just <laughs> job of the hut and I hear, nah, that's not a win for me, sir. Well, you can always, you know, and nah, always, get your bugaboo out my face. You can always do a uh, uh, a keybo party. What? A what? A keybo, or I don't know what the exact term is. You talking about who you approve keys you pick out? That's who yeah. you fuck. Oh, that's yeah, who that, you go that's home they, with. That's like a swingers party. That's what. Yeah, that's what a they do a swingers party. But they they get like From a fishbowl, fishbowl, or some type of bowl or something. Yeah. And all whoever you know, all the men drop their keys, and it, and then the women pick keys as they go. And uh, whoever car you beep, that's what car you get in. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, you can't really pick with those. <laughs> That's the advanced swingers. I need, I need to know who's gonna be there. Who's <laughs> <laughs> invited? All to the, the black just came out of here. Who all? Who all over there? Yeah. <laughs> who's gonna be present? Who all over who there? Who all over there? Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark and Sheila. Oh no! <laughs> Have you seen Sheila lately? I mean, I don't know how he fucks her. <laughs> and you just like a punk. <laughs> Oh my god. She's, she's visually unappealing. That's funny. <laughs> her ugly ass. You ain't gonna pick her up off the floor if she fall eat. <laughs> Do I have to? Nah. She 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 get up visually. <laughs> There'll be somebody to save her. <clears throat> so polyamory is a no. Uh, just just on my end, I mean, hey, you do what's best for you. E or Bobby? Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not. cool. Like it's the same. It's, it's the same reason for the polygamy. Like I, I'm, she get real weird. I feel oh, like don't let nobody get pregnant. Then it's well, see, that's why I like um, the idea of polyamory versus uh, a open marriage because you could it yeah. kills the. It kills the insecurity for a woman of giving your emotions to somebody else. If you're aware of it, like, oh, okay, I know he got another girlfriend that he got feelings for, but I know her. Or even if I don't know her, like, he's still the same with me. <clears throat> and then for the man, it's like, all right, well, polyamory, uh, 
at least it's only one dick she fucking <laughs> other than mine yeah. like it, it's still kind of on that swingers it's pendulum still one dick yeah like yeah, it, I can handle a dick and if I'm bust <laughs> Damn! Walk right into that. Yeah, you walk right into that. Smack that right into that door. one dick um, in my wife. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, if we're going personally, no. Yeah, personally for me, no. Because I mean, <clears throat> regardless, people make they jokes all the time, especially about me and my wife relationship, and they always call me the woman. Because <laughs> I'm real, rom- I'm real like romantic. Super sappy birthday posts and letters and flowers and all of that mushy girl shit that girls like. And my wife's not a like super romantic person. And on so your birthday, like, she comes up with a card <laughs> and like, say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like I take fifteen minutes to pick out a card, and she pick out a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> she, gotcha. you got the you got the whole mahogany cards for like yeah. five five six dollars. She got the ninety nine. But I mean, shit, two like, box cards. It, it got to a point. <laughs> it got to a point one year where my uh, my sister in law uh, said that Hallmark need to hire me because. It was a good three or four year stretch where for everybody's birthday, I was just giving them a long, drawn out, how much I love them type of post on their birthdays and shit. Oh, uh, you're a nice man. They wouldn't even, they, but that that's just <laughs> me. Sweetie pie. I'm just in touch with my feelings. And my, for men to be in touch with their feelings is just unnatural. It is. So. Not so much. It's just, you know what I mean? It's not looked at. It's not looked at in a positive light. So, like some like people who men who are in touch with their feelings don't put it out as often. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, but yeah, with the polyamory thing, like I'd be, I'd be more on the woman side of it. Like I'd be more upset about my wife <laughs> catching feelings. Yeah, however, looked at you like what? for another dude than I would about her. Going and having meaningless sex. Okay. <laughs> Ever does not approve. I don't know. I mean, that's like I don't know. It could be how I'm wired. Uh, like, I didn't have. We ain't getting. We ain't getting that deep. But you know, y'all know my pop story. You know I, what I'm saying. I, I was raised by a woman. Like, I, so I, I get it. You you view most things through the lens of a woman. Yeah, because you were raised by because a woman. I was raised yeah. by a woman. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really realize how to be a man until I got grown and got out into the world by myself. Yeah, yeah because you know your mom can't teach you how to be a man. Exactly. Yeah. So all of the man shit that I got over the past, I mean, what, fourteen years, fifteen years since I've been eighteen, all the shit that I've learned in the past fifteen years has been me bumping my fucking head, looking through the world. Through a woman's lens. Trial and error. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I've always, like, every girlfriend that I've ever had, I've already put on a pedestal. Yeah, that's always. why I probably failed, honestly. Yeah. No sh- shade or nothing. I've always put them on pedestals. You, you really can't. Both, it, it's got to be the masculine and the feminine. Two feminines don't work. Two masculines don't work. It's, yeah. It's got to be one or the other. And... So I, it's, I look at the opposite, the totally the opposite way. So is the things that Brandon do seem more as feminine, like the sappy? I know know they are. I know they are. Asking asking ever his opinion. Do I think that what he does to show his wife affection are feminine? Is that the more feminine? Is that on the more feminine side? Yes. 
Okay, and th- and that's why they that's why his former girlfriends didn't work because he put them on pedestals, and that scene is like on the feminine side. Because I'd imagine, Brandon, that the same things you do for your wife now, or you say you've been doing that for a while, right? No. Uh, the shit that I do for my wife is head and shoulders and knees and toes above the head of what I do for mother bitches. Okay. But, but because that's that, that's the difference between, uh, and at the same time, me and my wife met when I was 19. So the shit that I was doing for her at 19 was the shit that I did with all my other girlfriends. The shit that I'm doing for her at 33 is way beyond anything I've ever done for anybody or that I will ever do for anybody ever again. Okay. And that's maybe I just heard me earlier it was just when I was younger it was all teenage shit. So we all we all thought we were in love. We all thought that we were, you know, this is gonna be the girl that I'm gonna be with for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. We all had that at 14, 15, 16, 17, even at 19. Yeah, I was still young when we met. Like, I was still b- blind to what the world was and what being a man was. Mm-hmm. So coming up, like, I still tried to, I still tried to fulfill that masculine role, but everything that I was taught conflicted with that. So every time I would play that masculine role, and a girlfriend would get upset or something, I'd instantly be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Like, I never wanted. I've never gotten to I'm just now being with her as long as I have I'm just now within the past six years or so being comfortable with her being mad at me and me not being able to fix it yeah Mm. it's important it's growth I mean you can still be in a marriage or but uh well I want to backtrack and kind of address what you did because I don't want to make it seem like oh because you show her affection or feelings I think it's more feminine. feminine yeah it is but as long as you don't strictly move off of that, I have no oh, yeah. issues with that. Like you can show your feelings, yeah. But if you let that dictate all your decisions as a man, you're you're gonna fail. Okay. You yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. You want to write a sappy card? That's fine. I'm sure she's going to appreciate it. And that's not to say that she does nothing in return to show right. you love. It may be different. It is. But it's okay. Love language. Mm-hmm. Right, she may not be the letter writer or poem or anything yeah. like that. And she might show her love in a different way. Then that's okay. I mean, yeah, I'm sure she does other things. We don't need to discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. But <clears throat> you, you can show your emotions. It's just I learned, like the way I grew up in the house with both of them. I can really see, like, yeah, my mom was on some bullshit. I see why my dad <laughs> probably should have left her. So oh not, man! Like and I see side so, note, ain't that ain't that what we all realize when we when we when we yeah. older? Sometimes older you get you start realizing how much how fucked up your parents are. Yeah, like yeah. I can so, see sometimes why your she mom be some bullshit, man. Sometimes. Yeah, especially now I'm older. Oh yeah, I'm like and shit makes shit start making a lot more sense. It start yeah, clicking man. a whole lot. It's like, like oh, this, that's like, this happened. I get it. Mama now. was crazy for real. Yeah, <laughs> mama was yeah. on some bullshit sometimes. Like, yeah, and it happens never said nothing he just just took he, it he no he, or he not, made not moves it, that now i get why he did this. yeah <laughs> like oh that's now why. it makes sense like, my bad i didn't mean to take us off topic nah but like i could kind of see why certain things happen but you know i learned if you show a woman just too much feelings 
just feelings, 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 feelings. She started to lose respect for you yeah. because it's like, where's that masculine? I wanted a man. Where is he at? Right. It's like, yeah, are, I we get it. are we both going to be on our period? <laughs> <laughs> are our cycles um, synced up? Right. Like, we both go eat ice cream and watch Lifetime? <laughs> yeah, at some point, you definitely need to... At some point, you definitely just need to be a man. And at some point, you just definitely just need to be a woman. Like, we all like... Every man wants a strong woman that he can depend on when shit get crazy. Yeah, they If back shit's on. going crazy in our <laughs> world... In our own, because every man lives in their own world. Yeah. When shit gets crazy in our own world, we should be able to come home and deal with a woman that's going to, and it doesn't even have to be this literally, but somebody that's going to rub our back and take the stress away. However you do that, we need that. We don't want to come home and still deal with that strong woman that I know I can be, I know that you can do that, but. I need you to be a woman right now. Yeah, and every woman home, needs a man to come like, home and be yeah, a strong right. figure. I yeah. think that's more important that like if if I come if a woman comes home and she didn't had a hard day and everything went wrong and she's crying when she come in the house. If you start crying with her, nigga, oh, that's God. not gonna work. That is a, that's a PDU, <laughs> bro. You need to fucking grab her, hold her, oh, yeah, and just fucking let, let her, her cry that shit out and tell her it's gonna be okay. Go, yeah, exactly. Just listen, give her some wine. I got you, baby. Yeah, get some get NBA. some tissues for her, whatever. I got you. Fuck that yeah, bitch. You yeah, better not cry. Either. Right, right, and be on her side. Yeah. Right, just exactly. Side. Fuck that bitch. Where that bitch at? I'll slap yeah, her for you, yeah. bro. You well, don't ain't gonna slap you, her. Bro. You don't have to fix the problem. Just <laughs> yeah. actually, just listen if you're gonna do that. Yeah, you don't gotta fix it. Just damn, for real. Get but I think females appreciate the fact that you're willing to fix it. I don't know I if they do. It, it, I don't do think it, they do. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Communication, do. communication king kicking in. I don't think they do. Communication king kicking in. Hmm. Um, have those conversations. Once they come home and start venting, be like, all right. Do you need me to listen or you have a problem I need to fix? And it makes your job easier. Yeah. Are you just venting or do you have a problem that I that I can help you fix? I don't do that That's with a good my question. I don't do that with my wife, <laughs> but I can tell by how she intros a subject if she wants my opinion. She gonna cuss We've been together long enough. <laughs> We've been together long enough. But that's what goes in my head. Like if she comes home and she had a rough day. The way that she starts off her state or like when she goes on her vents. The way she starts them off lets me know up front, like, okay, she just want to talk. She just want to vent. She just want to get this shit off her chest, and then we can go about business as usual. Or it's like, okay, I really need to pay attention to what she's saying because it's going to be a quiz after. <laughs> like, <laughs> I better take notes. <laughs> like, oh, I'm shit. getting graded on this. Where the pen? Right. Your manager did what? Because <laughs> I, I don't care who you are, man, woman, it don't matter. Sometimes your spouse will start talking to you and you will zone the fuck yeah, out. Because they don't be talking about nothing. Yeah. The neighbors stole all lawn chairs. Yeah. Type <laughs> facts. Facts. Like sometimes. <laughs> Like, this is not important. Humans need to learn how to tell, <laughs> tell shorter, more important oh, stories. Nigga, say that again. Say that again. Humans need to learn how to tell shorter, more important stories. Thank yeah, you. more to the point. Wrap yeah. that shit up. Get to <laughs> wrap that shit up, B. God. Going on and on and on. Fam. Just, what's the point of this? <laughs> I ain't trying to hear this shit, man. Like, For real. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, uh, side note, I think 
every woman at some point is gonna come home and say, I can't believe she she had me fucked up at work today. I think every she woman sure is going to do that. <laughs> she sure did. Man. All of them. Some woman had her fucked up at work that she day. Sure she definitely did. has. All of them. <laughs> but she sure did. I agree with you. I yes. think at one every I think every man at least one time should say, "Baby, you want me to go beat her up?" Oh, I say that shit every time. I just think it's funny. You, you, want, me to beat her ass? you want me to go kill her? <laughs> you want me to go kill her? <laughs> it'll lighten the mood. It'll lighten the mood. That's funny. Man. Because um, if you want me to commit murder for you, baby, <laughs> I will. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> want me to go throw my life away for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we got next, oh, man? Oh, shit. Um, that was about two hours. We about yeah, here. Man. That we, is two hours. Damn. We, do y'all yeah. want to do another one or... We, I don't even feel like doing subtopics. <laughs> we can either do, nah, that's too that's too deep. Yeah, I'll do that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah nope. that's too deep. Nope. Nope. Um, you know what? Quick, quick question. Look, over the weekend we had a little podcast, and people found out that I was on one, and it became, oh, let's do one right now. Oh, yeah, okay. What? We'll talk about it after five. But listen, what? This is a question. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Woman, man, they move in together, right? Yeah. Okay. How should the bills be split? Just moving in together? Mm-hmm. 50-50 at first? I, okay. I can speak to my personal situation. Me and my girl just straight down the middle. We just split everything. Yeah. Initially, 50-50. We, we just split everything. If we're just, boyfriend, if we're just boyfriend and girlfriend and we're, for lack of a better word, downsizing to us being one couple under one roof, Initially, it needs to be 50-50 because I don't know you well enough because we still, you don't know anybody until you move in with them. Facts. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how long y'all been dating. You don't know that person until you move in with them and you live day in, day out with them. Yeah. Me personally, I feel like you at least need three years of living with somebody before you even decide, do I want to marry this motherfucker or not? Round of applause. Like, I, <laughs> there is no fucking way there is no fucking way you can move in with a man or a woman on either side of it and within six months of y'all moving in together you're like oh we should get married you don't know me enough cause the dating stage the dating stage is nothing but my representative my representative is coming to those dates. My representative is coming to your house at night. My representatives ain't farting in the middle yeah. of the night. My representatives ain't, you know, sleeping butt ass. Like, my representative is doing a whole bunch of shit that you're not going to get when we live yeah. together. My representative is still trying to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and my representative is still trying to impress you. Mm. This, this is a long ass audition. Yeah. <laughs> but once we move in. Then that veil comes off. Yeah. Then it's okay. You get to see me at my worst on the wake up. Everybody is at their worst on the wake up. I don't give a fuck who you are. You get to see me when I'm sick. You get to see me when I'm hurt. You get to see me when I ain't feeling good. When I'm having bad mental health days. When I'm having just bad day. You get to see everything that you have missed. My my girl just saw that the other day. I had a mild panic attack. But go ahead. Yeah. Like you get to see me. 
in all of my stages and then you can decide hey do I still want to be with this motherfucker like he like then you can start talking about okay who's going to be the bacon bringer homer okay moving along you get married does this change you still 50-50 in it? It's a conversation to be had. Um, I don't, That's I don't a conversation think. to be had before you get married, personally. I, no, I don't no, think. No. What do you, do you think? Me, you personally? Married? Yeah. So, the way that me and my wife's relationship went, when we first got together, she was the breadwinner. I was a bum-ass nigga. I don't think I've, <clears> I actually did tell this story, but we had to re-record. When me and my wife first met, I was a bum. Yeah, bum you, ass you nigga. told us. Told yeah, but we, we never put that episode out, so they didn't yeah. hear it. Um. I was a bum ass nigga. I was 19. I was sleeping on motherfuckers' couches. I didn't have money to get my medicine. I was smoking weed all the time, eating up motherfuckers' fruit snacks, <laughs> like all that shit. I was doing <laughs> all. I was doing all the bummy shit <laughs> okay. at 19. Me and my wife got together, stayed with her for about a month. She kicked me out. I Damn. had a choice to make. Do you want to make your life better and try again with her, or do you want to keep doing the same shit you're still doing, or you can make your life better and not go back to her? I had a whole lot of decisions to make. But, and long story short, I got my shit together. We got back together. Once Elijah came, she was off work. I had a job that could support us financially at that moment. There was no conversation had. Now, this part we have talked about before. There was no conversation had. She just didn't go to work. And I had been telling her, even like now. I tell her on a regular basis now, you can quit your job whenever the fuck you want to. I make enough money to support us. She wants to work. At that point, she didn't. So she didn't go to work. It wasn't a conscious conversation we had. But she just didn't want to go to work. So she didn't. And we survived through it. It was a lot like our arguments changed. So there were no longer arguments about who's going to take who where and all that shit the initial con- the initial arguments were time spent because she was at home every day so that time spent was different because I'm going to work every day you at home every day I'm still spending the same amount of time with you but you don't you're not going to work so it feels like I'm not spending as much time with you I'm still going to work the same amount of hours but you're at home with the kids. So the time seems different because you're not busy while I'm at work. I mean, you're busy raising kids, doing all the kid shit at home, but it's not the same as being at work. It's a different type of busy. The bills, sir. How do how you split the bills? Get the, to it. We, oh, we, shit. We, we three hours. No, we nigga. Go, we, it, we all stay on top of it. I just said she was staying at home, nigga. I was paying all the bills. So you're uh, in favor of in the marriage to have the bills. You'll find, you'll find paying 100% of the bills. I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay. Um, me, I'm like, um, marriage, marriage doesn't change anything. Marriage is just a continuation of your your dating relationship. Life. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing really changes. Uh, so I guess I feel, that's the point I missed. Uh, that the marriage didn't make me want to start paying the bills. Okay. I that, just started paying the bills because that was a situation we were in, and I was comfortable with it, and she was comfortable with it. So that's just what it was. So the piece, the piece of paper didn't change. Fuck no. It doesn't okay. change anything. Fuck no. A piece of paper in the ring don't that, change, and the party don't change shit. That. That's important to know. Fuck I'm no. Glad you said that. 
get a piece of paper, a ring, and a, and a party don't change a motherfucking thing. Hell so not. I'll say that to say uh, our situation is we split the bills right down the middle. Unless, like for example, Brandon's circumstances has changed. Right. When, so that that changes things. So if that if that changes, then yes, that has to. You know, I mean, the the bills will have to change. You know, out of you know, we won't have a choice. But as long as circumstances don't change, yeah, I'm a partnership straight down the middle. Yeah, you know I mean, that, that that's just how I feel about it. You know, to keep it short and brief. But why do you ask? This? Do you think it's a world where you would pay a hundred percent of the bills? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. If I if I'm uh, would you be just, I'm, would I'm you? gonna be transparent. I mean, I'm if if I was making like substantially more money, then yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'm paying everything. You know I mean, would you be just as open with it if she suggested it? What if she suggest- if she was like, I'm still gonna work, but I want you to pay all the bills. Would you be still as open to paying all the bills? That's something I'd have to think about. That's something I I'd really have to think about that because like it's like, all right, um, you don't want to pay no cable, no <laughs> fucking internet. We'll see. So so look. So before you before you go, Bobby, the way that our situation is set up is the only bill my wife pays is her car and her insurance i pay all the other bills as far as household bills mortgage gas and electric water track i pay the bills of the house okay what my wife takes care of financially other than her car is all of the kid shit all of the soccer father shit basketball father shit dance for natalie Camps when they go to camps in the summer. Yeah, I'm sure that's she, a substantial cost. She, there. It is. So. She does everything else. All I take care of is the house. She yeah. takes care of everything else out of the house. That's important to note because it's like people will hear that and think, oh, her money is her money. No, but there's other obligations. Yeah, outside. she pays yeah. for everything Bills. else. Yeah. Everything else she pays for. So it's not so one sided. No, no. Yeah. It sounds one sided when you, because some pe- a lot of people. Don't think about what other things you pay for that aren't bills. That's true. When you Both say I pay a hundred percent of the bills, they be like, "Oh my God, he pays all the bills." That's one part of it. Yeah, but there's other. Our marriage works because that. yes, I pay all the bills, but that frees up all of her money to pay for all the other shit. If I had to pay for all the bills and all the other shit, then there would be a dynamic change in our relationship. Mm. Because now I'm paying a hundred percent of everything. So, yeah, I got respect for you, but why do I need you? Just not even, me. not even why do I need you? <laughs> not even why do I need you? There's certain things that I'm not gonna take well when you say to me. Yeah, and it's yeah. not even that you can't <laughs> say them to me. As my wife, yeah, you have the right to say whatever you want to me, but I'm not gonna take them the same if I'm paying a hundred percent of everything it's like what gives you the right <laughs> not even that as, right as my that wife me, I'm doing that you as my mean? wife you have the right to say whatever whenever they just won't be taken but if i pay everything everything if i pay your car note your insurance everything for the kids and all the bills in the house i'm not cooking or washing dishes it ain't even that that part that don't even bother me. Like doing household shit don't bother me personally. Yeah, because Brandon say cooking. But so what anyway, would, so give me an example of something that could be said. And I think I know what would bother you if you were paying a hundred percent. If I was paying a hundred percent of everything, a lot of the small bickering wouldn't be bickering. 
He'd be like, look here, you're you're we ain't got nothing to what are we arguing about? Got you. Instead of okay, let's talk this out, let's figure out, let's be the common ground. <laughs> all the talk like, <laughs> all that talking communication ain't shit. No more communication <laughs> like <laughs> we can still <laughs> communicate about big stuff, important stuff, all of that shit. But all of the small not even arguments, just disagreements. All of the small disagreements, we're not having those no more. Because everything financially is taken care of. The only thing that we need to worry about as a couple is adding to each other's happiness and raising these kids. For, or raise each other's happiness first. Adding to each other's happiness first. Then raising these kids. Because everything else is taken care of. Gotcha. So all of the who's taking what kid. I don't care who does none of that shit. Either I'm doing it or you doing it. We don't need to argue about it no more. Like what you want to do. You want to do it or not. Okay, well then I'll do it. Because, like, do you got the time to do it? Okay, then you do it. Do I got the time to do it? Okay, then I'll do it. A lot of that stuff, like, a lot of the stuff that we have disagreements about is small shit. Like, me and my wife really don't argue, argue. Like, everybody argues. Me and my wife have disagreements. The last big argument we fucking had, we went to a restaurant and had it out. In public? Yes. Oh, y'all both. That's a that's that's a story for my household, and that's where it'll stay. Okay. But that was an important conver- that was an important conversation in our marriage that we had. Um, but other than that, we just have disagreements about shit. It's just I want things one way, she wants one, she wants things one way, or she wants to do something, or I want to do something, and it clashes. So it just be disagreement. All right, babe, let's talk this shit out. Let's get this shit over with. Figure out where the fuck we fucked up, where our wires got crossed. Let's uncross them and move on about our life. But if I'm paying a hundred percent of everything, not to mention if I'm paying a hundred percent of everything, I'm putting in more work, which means I'm spending less time at home. Right. Which means when I get home, I don't want to come home and bicker about small shit. I want to come home and enjoy my wife. I want to come home and enjoy my kids. Because I'm missing more time with y'all. I already miss enough time with our job. Yes. Yeah. I already miss enough time. I already miss enough events. I already miss enough this and that. If I got to put more work in to take care of everything, everything, a lot. We don't have time for the small bickers. Let's get that. Like, no. I already don't have time with you. Like, can we just get to being a married couple? Right. Get that shit out the window. I'm, I'm cool. Yo. Where where was you going with that E? <laughs> <laughs> we had two and a half hours. We had two and a half hours. I'm saying, in the situation, I think the man should pay most of the bills. Okay. Because if you're going to be... The After way, marriage? Or when do you think that should become when that should happen? Once we decide to move in together. Okay, so because once you once you, once y'all make that decision, like, all right, we're living together, you think that you should just automatically... Take yes. over more of the responsibility. Yes. Now, and I say this is because so that I think the man should always stay in the leadership position. I'm not sure if you can lead paying half. I just don't. And, and the individuals who were women that were there, not say individuals, but the women agreed. Like, yeah. I'm not going to basically say I'm not going to be as submissive. If I have to pay half the bills, and it's like I know that, but I I also think paying half the bills, even if it's a elongated thing, 
or elongated agreement. 50%, you still know you can afford that place without the other person. I think that's where the condescending, you know, do I really need this motherfucker comes in. Because if I know, and it doesn't even have to be like a safety thing, it can be from either side. Because even as a man, if you move in with somebody and you're paying, you know you can afford everything in that house by yourself. It's like, oh, okay. You only got so many times to say my name like that. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, that, and it's, like I said, you want to stay in the leadership position. It's just, not saying she going to be a slave or nothing, but I don't agree with that. Equal, we're equal partners. <laughs> thing if i have to do more i just that don't even make sense to but me. see i think i think the trade-off i think the trade-off from the equal partners thing is yes you're doing more but you're doing more outside the house she's doing more inside the house if you had to work all of those hours to get all of that money to pay for everything that you need and still had to come home and worry about what's for dinner worry about if the kids have been fed worry about if you're going to get fed and still had to do all of that i think that's where the 50 50 agreement comes in because i mean like we've talked about before it's never 50 50 i mean because yeah, the only, only thing you can really split 50 50 is bills Just, it, anything think, financial is the only thing you can split 50 50 of course that's i think people have a problem realizing that there's other things outside of it it's yeah. not just bills but you got to figure if it's just the two of y'all yeah yeah if you don't if you don't put the kids into it then and it's just me and you it's just us two yeah we definitely make we make enough money to stay in our own shit so combining our resources and putting them together uh it it shouldn't even be a issue with anything we should never have an issue the only issue we should have should be in our relationship it shouldn't have to be with the household it shouldn't have to be with finances it should if we have any problems it should be how you treat me or how i treat you or how i don't treat you or how you don't treat me we all agree at least the men in the room at that time where i was once a woman starts paying most of the bills shit starts happening <laughs> shit starts happening yeah it, it, it ain't the same it's it's a lot more shit you about to deal with yeah because then she starts looking at it like this is my house and she's going to let that shit be known. Yeah. <laughs> Either that's covertly where the, that's, or that, overtly. That's where the happy wife, happy life thing came in. Because when they were sending motherfuckers off the war and sending all the black men off the jail, the women was taking care of the household. And then it created that strong, independent woman thing. And then all the men came home and it was like, well, shit, motherfucker, I've been taking care of this house without you for 5, 10, 15 years. The fuck I need you for? Yeah, just, and now it's bred into you know just these new age women it, it really was <laughs> and i don't know if we can reverse that now i don't know if it's possible to i don't think it's i don't think it's reversible i think that we need we need people to have more conversations it needs to be talked about more because we are like we're in the era now man this fucking podcast will go for a while Sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna get a long podcast today. Fuck it. Um, we're in an era where we want to talk about everything but gender norms from the 50s. Like, that's the one thing that we don't want to talk about. Like, nobody wants to tell. Like, we had that whole topic on what do we want from women. What we want from women now is not what we wanted from women in the fucking 50s. 
What a woman wants from a man now is not what a woman wanted from a man in the 50s. We need to have clear, concise fucking talks about what we expect from our opposite genders. And what we expect from them yeah. at, pertaining to us. Yeah, and not what just sounds good. Yeah. But the real shit. Like, what do you really want from a man? Yeah, is this going to be a deal breaker or not? And be clear about it. Because a lot of you motherfuckers overlook deal breakers. Because you got a man. Or because you got a woman. Or because, you know what I'm saying? Her shit tight. So, you know, I'm going to overlook that, you know, she smoked 15 miles a day. Like... <laughs> You wouldn't even have fucked with a bitch that even smoked mouths 10 years ago. This bitch, she smoked 15 miles a day, but since she got a tight little cat, you want to keep fucking with her. Like, she the type of motherfucker that say bra all the time. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> it'd be so crazy because motherfuckers just won't, they just won't tell you. Like, they just expect, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this generation. Like, they just expect you to know shit. Yeah, and that's not fair to people. Like, we're not mind readers out here. Like, yeah. you can't expect me to just know shit. You you can't be just running around like, hey, um, you look a little blah today. Are you okay? Everything all right? And you just like, I'm all right. And then just just sit there and just give me mugs and shit all fucking day for the rest of the day. I'm like, I'm trying to ask you what's wrong or whatever. And, that, that's a pet peeve of mine. Don't do that shit to me. Yeah, like, man. But then they expect you to just know just because of their expressions and all that. They they want you to think that nothing is wrong, but they expect you to know what exactly is wrong with yeah, you, what exactly like you I, did. And like, no, no, I do don't not do that. Have, we, we grown. Don't do that. I do not have time to guess what you want from me. <laughs> and, and it's not fair for women me to are very to. Women are very good at dropping hints. They will hint you to death about what they want. Yeah. And it's like, okay, baby, I'm catching your hints, but that, like, I need you to be very direct with me. I'm seeing that you dropping hints. Let because me know what the hell you, you want. Because when you, when you mad, you don't drop no hints. <laughs> when you got an attitude, ain't no hinting going on. You telling me exactly how you feel with every fucking word in your vocabulary. <laughs> you tell me exactly how you feel. But as soon as we have an adult conversation, I'll be like, all right, babe, what do you what what do you want for me? What do you like in a man? And they can't tell you for real. Yeah. They can't tell you for real for real. They, because everything that they say comes from a place of safety and security. Yep. It always ends up being something financial or something that's gonna make the like the most things that the most common things that pop up are I want a six foot man that makes some 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 amount of, uh, a year like those are usually the first two things on a woman's list of what they want in a man can we make the assumption well not the assumption but for lack of a better phrase can we make the assumption that women can't articulate what they want from a man because they don't really know themselves that much they don't know them they haven't gotten to know themselves fully yet so like no because i know motherfuckers in their 40s and 50s and if you don't know yourself in your 40s and 50s or what you want from somebody that you're pursuing then that's not even you not that's not you not knowing yourself that's you having unrealistic expectations hmm. normalize having unrealistic re expectations and realizing that you have them 
Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize they have unrealistic expectations. They just think, <laughs> this is what I won't settle for. I won't settle for a man that doesn't do this or doesn't have this or doesn't. That's an unrealistic expectation. You're talking about the top three, four percent of the country. When you start getting up to like four or five hundred thousand dollars a year, you're talking about the top one percent. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't give a fuck. They they <laughs> they don't see that. They still think I'm going to get me one. And what do you have to offer? What do you have to offer me, sis? That's the million dollar question there. You want a man besides besides pussy. You want a man that's gonna make three hundred thousand dollars, take care of all your bills, get your hair done, nails done, everything big. (laughs) (laughs) You want all of this security. What are you offering this man for his life's work? Yeah, what do we get in return? Quick story. There was a time I went to a car lot with a 476 credit score. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to get a maximum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a three-year-old maximum. What did you walk out with? <laughs> Not that. <laughs> he walked. <laughs> he walked off the lot. But I, I, I didn't understand it, though. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have it. I didn't you understand You didn't have it. enough information. No, I didn't. It was pretty terrible. Yeah, because they probably laughed at you. They, I, I couldn't be mad if they did. When I left, now I got a car, but it was way significantly. <laughs> it, it, this was a credit builder car. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So we're going to give you this, but uh, come see us when you get done paying for it. Then we might be able to get you in that six-year-old Maxima that you wanted three years ago. <laughs> there you go. But it, it taught me something. It's You can't come with this this much yeah and be asking for this yeah you, y'all can't see the um the gestures that Everett are doing but basically you huh, exactly cameras but you can't um you can't have champagne taste on the bud like yeah. budget and i really Facts. i'm embarrassed to admit at that age i didn't even get that because all i had in my head was this is what i want that, yeah that other shit you didn't give a fuck about credit no yeah. no how old were you when this happened to you? I don't even want to say that. Okay. But too old to have. Too old to be ignorant. Too uh, very. All right. So the question is, women. <laughs> I was about twenty-eight. What is? Oh, I mean, you in your twenties, you still learning shit. Yeah, but about twenty-eight, you should be very aware of what credit is yeah, and I, the I role that it plays. I wasn't. Well, I, you should be. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I, I should have been. But, I, but I yeah, but that know, was what nobody taught me. That was what ten years ago for you. Yeah, hey, you know, do <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not doing an old joke. No, no bullshit. I'm not doing an old okay, joke okay. right now. That was what? Yeah, eight, eleven years ago. Eight, eight nine years. Something like that. Yeah. Twenty eight was five years for me. I was aware of my credit debt. I just didn't give a fuck about it. Mm. That's where we differed. Like you got to think, ten years ago for you, I was twenty three. We didn't even really have like super Man. smartphones yet. It wasn't common like it is now. Yeah. You got to think how there the, were still flip phones out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it was still common to see people with slip with flip phones. Now it's rare. Ten years ago, it wasn't as rare to see somebody in a flip phone. Yeah, but, uh, but that's that's the difference. Like that may. 
that was the same informational age it is now. We're still in that same age, but we didn't have y'all didn't come up with that information. Y'all were still trying to find that information ten years ago. Difference being, I learned it, was able to get around it, adapt, learn, and I'm a much better person. Yeah, I didn't wait till I was fifty. Right, having these issues now, I'm a way better, way better. Yeah. yeah. But congratulations now, for that. No, thanks, man. But like, I can get like, like, damn, if that's how I thought about a car and credit, like a person, like it's like yeah. mind blowing. Which brings me back to my question: Women and men, I'll put it on men too. What is your relationship credit score? Mm. Before you go looking for. A man with a seven fifty. What is your relationship credit score? Because mm. if you pushing five hundred, you can't afford this Benz, baby. <laughs> I could put you in a Subaru. <laughs> this old ass Subaru. I could put you in this Toyota Camry. You can't afford that Benz right now. Work on your credit. Work on your relationship credit before you come fuck with me. Because my shit is at an eight hundred. You can afford up for it. My relationship credit, I can afford a motherfucking yacht Hmm. with my relationship credit. If I was to get divorced today, I'll bring enough to the table to where my relationship credit doesn't take a dive other than me being divorced. Me being realistic, I'm not there yet. I'm learning. I'm still learning. Um... I wouldn't say I'm at an 800 relationship credit. Um, I, but I'll say, I'll say I'm about fair. But an 800 relationship credit to her. Mm. Everything that I know about a loving marriage relationship is tailored to her. The way that I act, the way that I react, the way that I curve, the way that I do everything is based off of the experience I had with her. My experiences with another woman are, would be completely different. I can't go into another relationship talking to her, reacting to her, acting towards her with the same way that I do with my wife. Two totally different persons. But where I go with the emo- with with the with the relationship credit is there are a lot of things in a relationship that are universally accepted along relationships the majority of relationship credit is going to last with anybody yeah it's the way that you treat somebody the way that you talk to somebody your willingness to change to better your relationship even to benefit yourself because in the long run it benefits you and the relationship at the same time people don't look at it like that I'm not changing for him I'm not changing for her why are you trying to change me I am who I am change is normal Mm -hmm. change is inevitable you changing to benefit your relationship is going to benefit you way before it benefits your relationship. I agree. 
And it doesn't have to be a sudden change. Any person that you're in a relationship that's watching you do those things to change yourself into a better person that they're more attracted to. Even if you're doing it for yourself, they're still more attracted to you. So you're benefiting your relationship. But you're benefiting yourself first. Like, damn, man, I see you, you know, I like you the way you are, but I see you going to the gym, you eating healthier. I'm more attracted to you. I see your hustle. It ain't even the physical thing to it. Most people, most people is not the physical. It's the mindset. Yeah. Most women are attracted to mindsets. The physical is, you know, that's the first thing. It's not as important. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Same thing with men. We love a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. But if we find a beautiful woman with a hustler's mindset, you want to hustle like me? You want to get rich like me? Or you want to help me get rich? Way different. You want to be my backbone? That's a different type of woman. When that mindset kick in, it's just fucking different. I don't give a fuck how cute you are. Initially, I do. But once I pass that infatuation, what type of person are you? What type of goals you got? What's the end game? What you see your life being like? The same shit that fucking... Bro, like real shit, it'd be like the same shit that fucking jobs be asking you. Where do you see yourself in five years? Most people don't even know that, though. Right. Also, a lot of people don't can't even tell you that. They get too caught up living in the moment. Right. You can live in the moment all you want to, but uh, guess what? Moments pass. Ha. <laughs> Moments pass. You can live in the moment all you want to. But if you live in the moment, you're constantly living moment to moment. Yeah. Plan for the future. Live in the present. If you're not planning for your future, then... What's the point? Even if you're not here to see it. I'm planning for my great-grandkids right now. I probably... Great-grandkids? I'm a smoker, and I got asthma. It's a good chance I'm not going to meet them. Hmm. I'm planning for their success. I'm not even worried about mine. Yeah, I want to get rich, but I'm comfortable right now. If I work this job for another 20 years... I know I'm going to be able to take care of my wife and my children for the rest of my life. I'm planning for my kids, kids, kids. Hmm. Generational wealth. That's the goal. Normal convos pod. <laughs> we have reached. Y'all got a long pod today. Yeah, man. Yeah. You have reached the end of the normal convos train. <laughs> Please leave a message after the beep. Please leave a message. Um, we getting up, we getting the fuck up out of here. This was a good episode, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we left off two good ass topics. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, that was two good ass topics that we left off. Unless y'all want to do a five hour pod. No, we don't want to um, do a five. five nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us take cool. a nap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get something to eat. Oh, shit. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, we can do our wrap-up now, of course. Um, so, our to- our subtopic for the week is um, 
in case you missed it um and probably next week we'll get back on our black excellence because we haven't done that in about a month and a half almost two months i think it's been longer it's been a while yeah, it's been it's a been while a since while. we did black excellence um but we're gonna do it in case you missed it so what i have comes from sciencemag.org um it, it reads, the headline is, Mysterious DNA Sequences Known as Borgs Recovered from California Mud. Shit. So, what the hell is that? Um, I'm going to just do a quick skim on this because it's, eh, it's not really a, a long read. Maybe a two or three minute read, depending on how fast you read. But I don't need to read all of it. Um, but, you know, I like weird shit. So, anyway... Um, did either one of y'all watch Star Trek when y'all was younger? Yeah, uh, no. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, so, car with that dude. So you um, did you know you know what the Borg are? Mm, it no. Was, it was in a TV series. I didn't get into the TV series. I watched the new movies. I didn't even watch the old. Ones. Oh, that, oh, you talking about Star Trek movies? No, the TV. It was in a TV series. Okay. Um, anyway, it was the My Borg are cybernetic me. aliens that assimilate humans and other creatures as a means of achieving perfection. Um, so the person that uh, recovered these, her name is Jill Banfield. She's a geomicrobiologist at the University of California. She sifted through DNA in the mud of her backyard and discovered a strange linear chromosome that included genes from a variety of microbes. Her Trekkie son proposed naming it after the sci-fi aliens. So that's where the name Borgs come from. Because mm. her and her son are Trekkies, I guess. Um, so it says, researchers may have found many examples of DNA floating independently outside the chromosome or chromosomes that make up an organism's standard genome. Banfield wasn't looking for DNA that could be that could move between organisms. Instead, she and um, a graduate student named Basim Al Shahib were searching for viruses that infect archaea, a type of microbe often found in places devoid of oxygen. Um, but yeah, I just I just kind of thought it was cool. It was just something something weird, <laughs> some weird indifference, different. Um. Altogether, they they isolated 23 sequences that they think might be Borgs, and 19 that they have identified as having all the characteristics of the first Borg that they discovered. Hmm. So, I don't know. Since some are almost 1 million bases long. Um, who is Doolittle? I don't know. Somebody named Doolittle said, I don't think anything else that's been discovered is as big as these guys are among previously known extra chromosomal DNA elements hmm so I mean so people out here in their backyard finding, finding yeah. android aliens yeah so they back here finding well that's just data. what they named it like they didn't they didn't really go into um like what the Borg chromosome does or the DNA sequence does or anything like that. Um, but it was just a I mean I don't know. It's kinda weird. Hmm. It it sounds weird. Yeah. Like I've been I'm a, I'm gonna keep an eye on it and you know. 
which really just means I'm a, you know, Google uh, Borg DNA sequence <laughs> every couple days right. and see what <laughs> see I find, what yeah, see if anything else pops up. So that's really what I mean when I say I'm going to follow that. But it's just, you know, something in case you missed it. You know, we don't really talk about, we talk about a whole bunch of shit on here, but we don't really talk about science stuff. So, yeah, you know, last time I did NASA shit, figure this time I'll do science shit. That's cool. I like NASA and science and shit like that. Yeah. E, you got anything? Yes, I do. Anybody familiar with the, uh, the 12 misinformation, uh. What, what do they call it? The uh, 12... Uh, 12 Disciples? <laughs> no. <laughs> Basically, they've identified... 12 Days uh, of Christmas? This nigga. No, it's 12 <laughs> people that they say are spreading the most information about the uh, C-19 VAC. Why don't you just say COVID-19? <laughs> For a very good reason. Okay. Well, no, I'm not familiar with this. Go ahead. Uh, there's said to be 12 people who are spreading the most inf- misinformation about this vac. They uh, basically are saying that because of that, that they need to be deplatformed. Uh, Facebook is mm. taking down most of their accounts. Oh, I see where this is going. What happened to free speech? And why is it being so heavily enforced when it comes to this? You can say anything you want online, but when it comes to this, it's like they're taking extra steps to uh, ensure that certain uh, agendas are pushed and some are not. The problem- real, real quick, I pulled it up. It says on Facebook alone, those 12 people are responsible for 73% of all anti-vaccine content. Hmm. 73%? Damn. Read read that next. Read after that comma. Though the vaccines have been deemed safe and effective by the U.S. government and its regulatory agencies. Oh, 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 okay. All right. (laughs) There, there, There you go. The fucking CDC ain't even... I I can't take anything serious that the C or the FDA. I think it's the FDA. My FDA, problem with this USDA. is FDA. Yeah, the if problem. they if they not like, I don't even trust them niggas. <laughs> Why would you? The problem is, it's like okay, you can say anything, but when it comes to this, oh no. I think what's going to happen is if you say anything against it, they shut that shit down. Yeah. Why would they not? They already putting in. They are. They're already putting in implements of it to where you can't travel they're trying to put it into a place where you can't get on public transit without a mask on what's next after you can't this? get in a hotel like at some point it's going to become if you don't have it you're going to jail mm-hmm. it's going to be a mandatory thing they're going to be fucking at some point they're going to try to enforce martial law in one way or another. It might be a dumbed down version of the martial law that we've learned about our whole life where they're kicking in doors yeah, and all that they're shit. They're already going to, but said to be going door to door. Yeah. And and my other concern is what community you think this is about to be where you think they going first? They're going to right. the hood. They, there you go. They're gonna be okay and fucking vax that thing up. <laughs> That's why the fuck they like come they're they're doing everything the they're doing Everything that the government's been doing since the beginning of time. They're doing government shit. 
They don't like want you. most of the commercials you see are geared towards black people. They want to experiment yeah. on us, mm-hmm. find out the side effects, figure it out, and then give it to the rich and wealthy. The rich and wealthy are not taking the fucking vaccine. You know who is taking it? The fucking poor. The people in the hoods, in the slums, in the RV parks, the motherfuckers that's going to work 9 to 5 at their fucking jobs, those are the people taking the fucking vax. Yeah, the fucking guinea pigs. Go find a motherfucker that make four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year and ask that motherfucker or any of his friends if they took the vaccine. When have you ever said anything on, on let's just say, fake book? And the little say anything <laughs> about that vaccine. This little <laughs> bubble is gonna pop yep. up underneath your COVID post. vaccine information, <laughs> or this Bruh. is myth information, yeah. fake news. Bruh, like come on, <laughs> can you not see what's going on here? It's very, <laughs> it's very systemic esque. Nobody's like you can't say anything about it without yeah, very systemic esque. Yeah, it really is. It's not and. The only thing that makes it... They're targeting them people. Yeah. And the only thing that makes it that much crazier is that we have information now. So, people are either deliberately ignoring it or very directly trying to fight it. And then there's everybody that's left in the middle where it's like, I'm just not going to take it. I don't care. Like, but it's going to get to a point to where, the, at least in my head, I think they're trying to get it to a point to where it's like the flu shot. Every winter or every spring or whatever, every time yeah. you go to the doctor, are you, you want to take a flu shot? You want to take a flu shot? Bro, they email me every time I try to make an appointment with my, mom, with my doctor just for a regular checkup, just to check on my asthma, see how I'm doing. Or, I got a pain in my back or anything when I because you can set them up online now. Yeah. Or even when you call, you want a flu shot? No. <laughs> I told you no in fucking November, bitch. I didn't change my mind. Got to go get the shot. Go, go get the shot. <laughs> but that's going to be the next question. Dude named Scott. That's going to be the next thing. Is like, you want to take a flu shot? Oh, no, I'm fine. Well, you want to take the COVID shot? No, I'm fine. If I don't want to take the flu shot, what the fuck make you think I want to take the vaccine? Yeah. Nah, flu shot been around flu. forever. I don't want the flu. I want the COVID though. Like mm. the fuck out of here, bro. The flu shot ain't nothing but them shooting the flu into you, right? And hoping your antibodies work to fight it. <laughs> like we don't even have they, a cure they, for the they, flu. They pushing this on people so hard. And if something goes wrong, you can't even sue. I have a problem with that. Right. I have a huge problem. Yeah. With that. But you can go in for a routine procedure, and if it fuck up, you can sue the doctor. But I can't sue the government if they give me a vaccine nope. and turn my insides out. Nope. Nope. The can't fuck out this. of here, Can't sue man. that company. Can't sue. The fuck out of here. In case you missed it, they fucking with us. <laughs> they don't want you to say anything Deliberately. about it. Don't want you to say anything against it. They probably right. going to flag this shit, too. That's yeah. why I said. The <laughs> fact. <laughs> nah. That's why he didn't say it, Bobby. My bad. Cut that shit out. Cut, cut that nah, part we ain't out. cutting that shit out. That shit is impertinent information. They fucking with us very deliberately. And a lot of y'all is really blind to it. And I understand. So we'll go We'll go with the other side. Because I don't want to just shit on everything. I understand the people that take the vaccine for health reasons. Or because of the parents and all that shit. Because I feel like the flu shot does the same thing. 
technically I'm supposed to get a flu shot every week, every year because of my asthma. I'm at a higher risk of getting a flu shot. and I'm at a higher risk of dying from the flu because I have asthma. Same thing works for COVID. I have asthma. So I'm at a higher rate mm-hmm. of dying from it because the first thing it attacks is your fucking respiratory system. Mm. So I get it. That does not change my mind on I think that the fucking government are fucking villains. Like they're not even evil anymore. These are like fucking Gotham City villains. <laughs> like there's <laughs> like they come up with these little plots, bro, and they just keep doing shit. But I understand. I'm never like I'm I'm also not a person that's gonna judge you for getting the vaccine. Yeah, we're not trying to tell y'all what to do or what not to do. We're not trying to persuade y'all in the any only way. the only problem with that is there are people that will judge you for not getting it. Oh, that, oh yeah, that, they're doing it. They're doing it now. Like, come on now. I'm not yeah. going to judge you for getting it. I don't think you're a bad person because you got the vaccine. But don't judge me because I don't want to get it. I don't think you're a sheep. But don't turn around and think that I'm a sheep because I think you think that I'm following the movement of not getting it. The same way with the mask. Do you remember seeing all of those uh, protests around the country about, about the mask shit yeah. and motherfuckers was like this is a free country we should be able to do whatever we want and most of them was trump rallies but yeah of course um and Shocker. it was you know trump's trying to take care of us and he's doing this and he's doing that he's just looking out for the better welfare of the people and then the interviewer would be like oh well why aren't you wearing a mask Oh well, I think it's a personal opinion, and if I don't, if I feel like I don't want to wear it, I don't have to wear. It. Like, no, nigga, you just contradicted yourself. You think everybody should be healthy and everybody should be taken care of in a country, but you personally don't think that you need to do your part to take care of everybody else. Not to mention, a mask is to help other people, not you. Right. That doesn't stop you from getting it. Other people have to wear it for you, not to. You know what I'm saying? That stops you from coughing on other people. It doesn't stop people from coughing on you. So if you're really worried about other people's well-being, you should be the one to take care of it, correct? But you don't want nobody to get you sick, so you want other people to wear their shit, but you can get everybody else sick. That's cool. In case you missed it, they fucking with us deliberately again. (laughs) Black community, be ready for whatever the fuck is about to come because they are directly Mm -hmm. advertising to us. Every fucking commercial you see on the TV is always some black kid or some black lady talking about how much they love the fucking COVID vaccine when they do the fucking NBA shit where 95% of the fucking league in the NBA and there's always NBA players getting the fucking vaccine and we get they get everybody that we fucking look up to and put them in a goddamn commercial getting a fucking needle when they damn are. We gotta do it too then. Yeah, man, fuck out of here, man. Let's get... Watch your case you missed it, Bobby. <laughs> I'm getting aggravated. <laughs> Man, uh, look, I ain't gonna make this. Long. And another thing. <laughs> also, <laughs> did I just snort? He did. I let it go. Um, nah, I, I'm gonna hold myself accountable for that. I just snorted. That was some bullshit. Anyway, um, real, real quick, I just got an email on the pod, uh, on the pod thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I won't say this dude's name. It says I'm from Beige Records. <laughs> I wanted to reach out to you personally because we're looking to add a new, a few new artists to our roster. This year is about growth for us, and we want to start up, start off 2021 right. We've been scouting, we've been scouting across SoundCloud for a fast few weeks, and came across your channel. We usually reach out directly on SoundCloud, but we saw your email and profile, and figured it would be easier to reach you here. We hope you're still making music, 
<laughs> because we believe your specific sound has high potential and deserves to reach a higher audience. Okay. Oh, really now? Listen here, Beige Records. <laughs> we don't make music. <laughs> Y'all saw Beige Rage. <laughs> we don't make music. At all. All we need is for you to click the button below and submit either some unreleased or recently released music. This helps us confirm you're still actively making music and hopefully gives us a chance to hear something brand new that we can't find on your channel. Doesn't have to be a vintage version. Demos are fine. Huh. Listen here, Beige Records. <laughs> Never fucking heard of you. <laughs> we, ma- we make music now? I don't know. I'm about to go to their website, though. All right. Go ahead with your uh, in case you missed it. I just put it out there because it was funny. All right. My in case you missed it. Um, I'm not going to read this for real, for real. I'm just going to give y'all the headline and give y'all my opinions on some of it. Uh, you, if you want to look up the story, it is on gpb.org news. And the headline is, after voter turnout, youth activists turn energy to 2021 redistricting redistricting and this this is in georgia uh the reason i picked this is because you know um as far as voting goes we all know that um georgia has been like a problem state like there there's been like things to like keep voters out of the polls things of that nature or whatever and um well it was one of them elections down there where they was was it the stacy adams one um Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. I'm sorry. Um, but they they then they do a whole bunch of BS in that election too. Uh, uh, allegedly. Okay, allegedly. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think it's dope because like um, the kids are getting into it now. Youth activists turn energy to 2021 redistricting. I think what they're trying to do is um, y'all know how they have like certain districts. Um, in voting blocks and counties and all that other type of stuff, and I believe that they like target certain districts, you know, mainly the ones with black people in, it, and you know, cr- try to keep them out or whatever. So what I think I believe what they're trying to do is make it so that um, like we kind of blend the districts together, mm-hmm. and things of that nature, so that people don't get excluded with voting. And, um, so everybody gets their fair chance to vote because you know they be trying to keep us out of there so that's that's really why i picked this that's why i think this though if y'all want to read the article y'all could go to um gpb.org new slash news and the um the headline again is you just go in the search bar and say um after voter turnout youth activists re- turn energy to 2021 redistricting all right, that's all for me, man. I ain't about to get all into it, man. We we done had a long enough podcast. Yeah, I I went on Beige Records <laughs> What'd you website find? and I went to one of their artists and he has a song on here. Is it Reed? That has <laughs> zero plays. God zero. How long has it been out? I don't know. <laughs> don't don't click it. Don't give I'm me the not. first play. Right. First play. His most most listened to one has twenty nine thousand. Hmm. Which is, you know. That's pretty good. Better than us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But shit, 29,000 and then zero? Something's fishy there. Yeah. yeah. Streaming farm. <laughs> no, let me stop. I think it is a streaming farm. 
whatever. Um, yeah, it was a good pod, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. voice. Nah, nah, this was a good pod, though. We we, we got into some shit. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how you know it's a good pod. We just... When we start talking and forget about time. Yeah, man. Because yeah, we over three hours now. Yeah, we, yeah. we forgot about shit and just... Yeah, it, it was dope. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, we go ahead and close this out. Um, For me, every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. Education is elevation. Success is a mind state. Failure is just as much as a mind state as success. Um, I still got another one. I can't ever remember it. When the facts change, I can change my mind. When the facts change, I reserve the right to change my mind. E. I clean what up. Self improvement is the key, y'all. Always be trying to grow, learn, expand. Make yourself into the very, very best version, very, very best version of yourself as you can on the daily. A bunch of small activities add up to big ones. This is Everett. You can find me on Instagram, that guy, underscore Everett. Facebook, Everett Walker. On to you, Bobster. White front to back. White front oh, to back. Oh yeah! How can I forget white front to back? Anything else is whack. Don't do that. <laughs> you end up with a handful of crap. Whoa. Type shit. Bars. Oh, All up in you crack. Since we're doing, uh, I forgot. I ain't doing my social either. You did not. You find me on Facebook. Normal combos, bro. Um, Instagram. I green underscore x underscore ag. Shout out. I green. Text. I'm calling you next week. So. I don't know what the fuck you're going to be doing at work, but figure it out. E.T., what up? Have a safe flight, bro. All right. And also, since Everett is a piece of shit that doesn't really like his <laughs> business, you can also um, go, also go on IG and go um, to scalp oh, underscore yeah. solutions underscore ink oh, with a yeah. K. With a K. <laughs> I, I thought I did that at the beginning of the show. And you can never shout your business out enough. That's a fact. You can never advertise yourself, especially you got free advertising. You can never get enough of that. Right, you can advertise your shit on your own platform. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do, yeah. Do, do it as much as you can. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. That's why I want to shout it out. I appreciate it. I, I want you to grow. I believe in your steady hands. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love making you niggas uncomfortable. It's fucking hilarious. Alrighty, alrighty, all right. So I'll do my um. I'll do <laughs> nasty boy. Oh shit! I'll do my socials. Uh, this is Bobby. You can find me on Facebook at Normal Convos Bobby. Um, on Twitter, you can find me. Um, oh yeah. shit! I'm on Twitter too. Right now. <laughs> yep. On Twitter, you can find me at Bobby Convos. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me at normal underscore convos underscore Bobby. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all my socials. Man. Uh, I got a TikTok when they shit on there. <laughs> Check out the link tree. Oh, shit. Hold on. Yeah. I'm supposed to do my taglines. Yeah, yeah. My bad. You stopped talking, so I figured you. <laughs>
I forgot we, we just, all slack in. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're tired. Three hours. Yeah, yeah, we man. tired. Man. Is tired. Um, what the fuck is my tagline? Oh, yeah. Anime and video games are life. Um, shout out to all my kings and queens out there. Y'all keep striving, keep being excellent, just keep being y'all, cause y'all already excellent. And shout out to all the fans and the listeners and supporters that support us every week. Shout out to the li- the listeners who gave us listeners submitted questions. We are sorry that we couldn't get to all of them because we got a three hour podcast going on right now, but we will get to y'all. <laughs> so shout y'all. out to y'all, man. We got y'all, y'all cause y'all the MVPs, y'all the goat. Without y'all ain't know us. For sure. Um, same old shit, man. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Rest in peace, Biz. For sure. This is a nice pod, bro. I appreciate y'all. If I don't tell y'all enough, I appreciate y'all. Aw. Aw. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I still hate y'all, nigga. Yeah, I know. We we still just strays, you fam. Yeah, that's cool. Just but uh, on the door every week, yeah, begging to come in. We ain't shit ever. First, at not. the beginning of the podcast, we was the bros again. See what had happened was. See what had happened was. As the day goes on, he reserves the right to change his mind. <laughs> hey, as the facts change, bro. But yeah, Damn. man, it's been uh, it's been nice being with y'all today. Welcome back from vacation. Back to the back to the hustle and bustle, of course. But uh, for normal convos pod, we gonna send y'all out. Not on biz. I just wanted to play them one more time before we got out of here. But uh, of course, y'all have a good hump day. Y'all have a good week. And we will check y'all next week. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Seven hey. days, baby. We get in there. So we will holla. I'll holla. Shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep striving to be excellent. Keep doing what y'all do. Y'all already excellent. Uh, all conversations that's normal are not normal conversations. Normal convos pod. Self improvement is the key. White front and back. Expansion leads to exposure, and exposure leads to growth, you know what I mean? Normal Convos Pod. Mm-hmm.